0: Welcome to the Joy of Comics, official episode two. I'm Rich Lapore. Jordan Alseca. Kevin Schaefer. And uh, we are back, and we are ready to talk about all things comics. Uh, we got lots of really cool stuff to talk about, lots of comics to talk about, some TV shows, a um, little movie chat. Some projects that hit close to home. Andy
1: yes. yes. So we got a lot
2: going on. Uh, we're excited to be back talking comics. Uh, for those that didn't hear... The most recent joy of gaming episode, though you probably did, because it's because the larger part of awesome our audience and, right now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah that we, we love talking gaming. Uh, we're trying. We're back. It's been a while. Obviously, the first episode came out about three and a half months ago, mm-hmm. so it's been a little bit since the last comics
0: talk. That's obviously going to change. Going to be a lot more frequent.
2: Yeah, we're coming back. We got a whole bunch of uh, new things coming with this joy of geek label that you'll see more of moving forward. But uh, so that we will
3: also be touching on NC Comic Con, which just happened a few weeks ago. Um, and Jordan and I attended, so we'll talk briefly about that. Awesome!
2: Yeah, awesome. it's a lot of good stuff, uh, and we're gonna start by just talking about some some of what we've been watching, including some uh, trailers for yes. a couple of big comic projects. Well, why don't we
0: start with the two big uh, the two biggest things? Because that's always fun. Uh, why don't we start with um, Legends?
2: Legends. Start okay. Legends.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, as anyone who's been watching The Flash or Arrow or
2: kind of knows about DC in general, they've been building their universe up. Yes. And especially if you've been watching this season, they've been doing a lot of groundwork laying for the uh, new off Legends have, of have Tomorrow. Have they been? It's not been... Distra- I'm, I'm the only one here current. I have to say, well,
3: I'm, i got gotten a little early into the season, both seasons of Arrow and Flash, mm-hmm. but I am behind right now. But, I mean, I saw like in Flash when they introduced the idea of Earth 2 and...
2: Yeah, so... They've been doing groundwork. Um, they, it, I would say both shows are still pretty focused on their own story, yeah. and that's been a good thing. Arrow yes. particularly has gotten going a lot faster than it did last season. Which I like. It Sort of yes. spun its wheels on the whole "Who killed Sarah" thing, which is uh, not even a spoiler. No. She's back from the dead at this point, <laughs> okay. and in TV trailers that you just watched, yeah, it's, okay. it's kind of a non-issue. All right, all
3: right, all right. Um, but the Lazarus Pit exists in the TV universe. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, though there are things they've said, death will matter. Yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but, yeah, so there have been a lot of setup. There was the resurrection of Sarah and the introduction of the new Firestorm and uh, the teasings of Hot Girl and all these characters that are going to be showing up. A lighter side to Captain Cold over on Flash. Um, and so most of the episodes feed into their own series pretty well. But it has been a lot of laying that groundwork for what is about to, uh, as of this, actually by the time this is out, we'll probably have aired the big two-parts uh Crossover between Flash and Arrow that is a lead-in to
0: Legends of Tomorrow. Okay, guys, With... try, try to be careful on the talk on this. No, yeah, no, we are no, not. I know you say it's not spoilers, but anyway, just try. Okay, I'm tr- there's I I'm not
2: trying. Oh, wait, because there's watched... really nothing to say that's going to be spoilery. You know they're all in the show. You watch the trailer, I know, but I don't really even know who they are at this point. Well, Rich, go.
3: have you watched any of Flash though? No, here's where oh, okay, I, here, no, okay, here's gotcha. where I
0: am. All right. I am at uh, Arrow uh, season two episode no no season three season no. Three. No season two, because so, okay. yeah, those seasons are long. Yeah, they are. <laughs> season two, episode like three. Okay, so yeah, yeah um, and yeah, yeah, then Flash. I've it. seen the first two episodes. Okay, so like I barely Flash, that. but is I'm my... really getting into to, to getting to watch Flash because everybody. I bet. Let me just guess what you're about to say. Flash is the best superhero
3: fucking TV show of all fucking time on any planet. I don't have know know Jessica time, Jones
2: but... just came out with.
3: See, I like. I, don't know, I I don't know about all time but flash is certainly my favorite superhero show on TV right now
0: yeah and you aren't alone um it's all because it does
3: what all, is it
0: I mean, it's, it's so amazing because it People does just what, like, all It's over super it. comic
3: book it's just it, exactly like there are so and I'll talk about this later when I talk about Huck by Mark Miller um is that it's so much fun it embraces the classic Silver Age flash that is just and that kind of hero seems like almost extinct from this modern age where it's mostly cynical or grittier versions right. especially on the dc end of the spectrum with the cinematic universe so it is for me it is extremely exciting to see a hero of that caliber being really recognized from it's with its original form like i mean and you've got the earth Two. it's just there's so much just fun ridiculousness going on it that i just Soak in every week.
0: It's hard for me not to think, though. So. so that's awesome. So yeah. I think what, 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 the, the, the compliment to the show behind the compliment yeah. is that each week there's just like a spectacle
3: exactly. and it's what you exactly. see
0: is fun and amazing. Exactly.
3: Exactly. And it's just like. And I love the characters. I think Grant Gustin is fantastic. Um, all that. I mean, I I would say he is But Joe West is my favorite character. But um, is he. Iris's dad? Oh, the... yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Jesse L. Martin?
3: L. J. He's Something like that. Awesome, yeah. He's that's... basically the Diggle of the Flash. <laughs> yeah, and he's the both are badass. That's
0: that's awesome. Yeah. What do you think of Flash? Uh,
2: I really enjoy it. I think it's it's probably the most fun show on on this in terms of com- well, in superhero comics. I might argue I Zombie. Uh, I think oh, yeah, There's yeah. an argument mm-hmm. for both those in general comics, but no, I, the Flash is stellar. I mean, everything the C I've I've, I've said for the past couple of years because the CW gets a lot of crap. But they are my favorite
0: network on TV because they have a lot, which is a bold,
3: but I I agree though. but I agree though. They offer a diverse range of content. And he,
0: you were saying that, even before. Um, Ex-Girlfriend or whatever. What Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Was on.
3: Yeah, I mean, you look at
2: their strength of their... I mean, yes. They I think ever since 2, 3... 100? The,
0: the 100, is it?
2: The 100? Yeah, that ever was the Ever since
0: 100. the 100 is when you really said, all right, that's it. This is my favorite station. Well, yeah, between
2: Arrow, the 100, uh, Flash... Mm-hmm. Legend Tomorrow Coming, Jane the Virgin, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, they have such a strong lineup yeah. that they only had two new shows this year, and one of them got pushed to mid-season because all of their shows got renewed. And granted, okay. they work on a lower number scale because they're not, you know, they only not to be pulling NBC, ABC numbers. But sure. It's still ridiculously well how much and how far reach. And a big part of that is the diversity they push for. They really do blind casting.
3: Really, um, my only big suggestion for both Flash and Arrow is to reduce the number of episodes in each season because 23... 23- Forty-minute episodes every season—that's a lot. Ty. It, it is a lot, and they're, inevitably, they're going to be filler episodes. Especially because, like Arrow, does more story arcs. That, I would say Flash is a little more episodic. Um, Arrow has gotten better at that this season, but in general, they like that was, I think, a problem with season three. Was it stretched out a lot of its story arcs? And not yeah. spo- spoiling anything, but it just it couldn't really find a clear focus. And I think if it had been maybe. 16 episodes, it would have been a little more coherent. I
2: I say adopt if you feel that. I mean, I don't mind the number of episodes. Yeah, I'll Mm -hmm. take the occasional clunker. I like having a... I like that there are 60-some episodes of uh, DC TV this year. Right, right, right. But I think it's good. ABC has the right thing. S.H.I.E.L.D. has the right idea. They do straight-up split seasons. I mean, you're basically... Mm -hmm. 10 episodes are going to be one arc, and usually things will carry over. That was a thing that happened with Season 2 of S.H.I.E.L.D., but... For the yeah. most part, it was like, here is the fall storyline, here is the spring storyline. Story so it's basically yeah. two seasons for one. They also do it with Once Upon a Time. Right, right. I think they found success with doing that
0: model for longer shows. Right. Um, no, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense, because a 23-episode arc is, is pretty ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, and, and pretty hard to pull off. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's effectively. Um, you know, and it's it's one of the things that's intimidating that has made me not get as far in those shows is that first season of Arrow... It was a lot to get through and you know a lot of people said the beginning of it wasn't super awesome then it gets really good you're in for a treat season two that's what i've heard season two is like and that's why i wanted to get there Mm -hmm. and now that i'm there i'm like i really i really just want the time to sit down and really enjoy it because people just say it's just so phenomenal yeah
2: it is Uh, but as far as wanting smaller seasons that's what you're getting with legends of tomorrow yeah it is not that small all things considered is
0: it considered No, no. is it a one and done is that the idea i've never said that okay Um, but they have said limited series I mean, I don't know or, if they mean or, that in terms of number of episodes or if it's a matter of... Or or didn't they say, like, uh, uh, not, not spectacle series, but didn't they say, like, it's a...
2: Well, they said event, their goal is to make it... A television it, event, or... Well, they, they said every week is supposed to be a blockbuster movie on right, TV screen. That's right, that's um, right. And, you know, the trailer that we saw kind of shows that. There's a lot of time travel antics, a lot of big things happening with future wars and 1970s hijinks, and just, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in that trailer that... It's also full of Easter eggs. I mean, right. they basically say Superman and Batman. Yeah, the, they do, yeah. Uh, right. Well,
3: and just from a pure speculation standpoint, the fact that Vandal Savage is the main antagonist, like, I would, it would make more sense to have him in like a limited series kind of thing because it's going to be hard to draw that out over and over again because... I mean, he travels through time. Does a, do you remember Vandal Savage from the Justice League animated series? You know
0: what I remember Vandal Savage from? Huh. Demon fucking knights. Demon knights. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. That's demon knights right. rules. That's I, that's right. I want a flashback to demon knights. I mean, I it doesn't mean. need to be a flashback. It, they can just go there. I mean, a time I, travel. Yeah, time, sorry, time travel. Right, right, right. That's what I meant. I think
2: yeah. that would be great, because what I love about demon knights is Vandal Savage isn't a bad guy in that. Yeah. He's just uh, another fighter on the side They're of... Just a little selfish, right? Yeah. A little mercenary. What's cool about it is it's a cool bunch of characters who I've all liked. Yep. Um, you know, Captain Cold and Heat Wave are both great. Brandon Ruth has... I think he got such a bad rap for that Superman performance that really wasn't his fault, given right? what he I, was asked I don't to think do. he was
0: given a bad rap. I think he just went down with the ship. Yeah. You know, well, and I, I don't mean, think anybody he, yeah. was like, he sucked as Superman. But lot it lot hurt of... his rap. I mean, he yeah, wasn't bankable yeah, as yeah, yeah, soon as that movie... Yeah.
2: Crash, it's but true. between, I really liked him on Chuck, when he had a few right. parts there, he was great in Scott Pilgrim, and then as the Adam, yep. he was just a lot of fun. Yes. Like, he was the bright spot in an otherwise he wrote, yes. middling season of Arrow.
3: And that was the only thing, again, not spoiler, but that's the only thing, another factor in season three, is like, it It felt so out of place, as, as much as I enjoyed him as the Adam. it felt so out of place with all this, like, grim stuff going on. But they would just cut to his and he has this like flash like kind of campy theme song when he's in there. Now
0: that uh season four is upon us, how far into season four of Arrow are they? No, they're on uh,
2: episodes nine of both shows. And that shit flies.
3: that's the thing. That's why I'm behind. I'm like I That shit flies. And they come on during the week. So I'm just like, you know. But I will start debating. Let me ask you this.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this. Um this season of Flash and this season of Arrow. How are they in comparison to everything else? Just
3: from what I've seen, which is only the first couple episodes of each, Arrow, fortunately, has gotten back to, I was just saying that it was too grim in season three and like trying too hard to, it, it was trying too hard to mimic like the tone of Nolan's Batman trilogy, mm. which I think was, um, maybe something falter. that they had
0: success with in the past. Right. But, but I think
3: it was overdone in season three. Right. And that kind of made, annoyed me. This season, I think it's kind of returning back to its more tonic-ness. back to season
0: two, or back, or more like even
3: further, um, like Flash. See, it's hard to tell. Like, I don't know, I'm kind of on like it seems a little more in the Flash side because it's brought in a supernatural element, which didn't wasn't present at all. In the Speaking of which, seasons. I heard Constantine rolled up. Constantine made a guest appearance, and um, it was awesome. Yeah, um, and also <laughs> Damien Dark is the main antagonist of this season. Um, awesome and awesome. he's uh, has supernatural abilities and so it's dealing a lot with that which that I is, think which is a definite genetic. departure. Arrow was, Exactly. Arrow was,
2: well, it was a big part of season three as well. Stuff right. Because like the Lazarus have, Pit. they right. had
3: Red Zoggle and um Roserich, however you want to say Rage, it. whatever. Yeah, I what like Rich, but yeah, um,
0: yeah. What uh, what is your take on the new seasons of Flash and Arrow? In
2: Flash is all has always been
3: great.
0: <laughs>
2: I would say but, Arrow okay. is definitely better uh, yes. than it was because season Flash three, is
3: still dominating. Because there was a time season three had its
2: high points. Um, uh, I liked certain parts of season 3, but others were drags. Uh, yeah, This season's been all around pretty solid. I, I really like Damien Dark. I yes. think Neil McDonough's doing great And he work. is
3: fantastic, that's the thing. Uh, that's uh, that, Okay, one thing I will say that Arrow does better than Flash is that it's had better antagonists overall. Uh-huh. Because while Flash has had um, Harrison Wells... Um, and was it Tom... How do you say his last name? Kav- Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh. Yeah. He is phenomenal in it, but he was pretty much the only really fleshed-out villain. I heard season that early on in Flash, season right. one, it was, was a, like... Well, it was Captain a,
2: Cold got... Captain he Cold appeared multiple yeah. times, though, which is, I think, most right, villains time. Right, that was need. about...
3: Yeah. Um, but it was yeah. very much a Villain of the Week show, which I don't really mind, because, again, I like it as the kind of, like, Cap- can't be silver age episodic format right so i don't mind that but that said arrow has done a much better job with the antagonists, even in the weaker spots because i mean the first season um they had malcolm um merlin and he of course he's a character throughout the series he kind of goes back right, and forth right um deathstroke is the best villain of the entire series so far and is the main focal point of season two yeah which you'll get to well, right um and season three, they raise Al Ghul and and now it's Damian Dark. right? And they're all pretty
0: well yes. built up. Yeah, yeah my 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 understanding about season three and talking to Jordan and also seeing some limited stuff online was that it it got stretched out. They were trying to do the Rachel Ghul thing, and it was and, and they, 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 they didn't get to it for a while. Yeah,
3: and there was just all this melodrama going on um on the hero side of things and it was just like I said, they didn't really and I mean the producers admitted it. They I don't think they had as clear a direction as they did in previous seasons. Well, yeah, yeah. In season three. Yeah. Okay, but I mean cool. it's gonna happen. I think the show as a whole though, I mean I recommend it to combo fans. Definitely not gonna be everyone's cup of tea. Like it's not something I would recommend to anyone who's not into that kind of culture because it's just gonna be too campy for them kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, for anyone who likes that kind of the, like us it's definitely... A
2: lot great. of people watch one but not the other. I mean I right, know people right. like
3: that, but, uh, that. do Watch what?
2: Watch The Flash but not exactly. the hero or vice versa. Um, and there are
3: people like who will only like the more grittier superhero material like Jessica Jones yeah. and that's fine too. That's why I mean even though there's an excess of especially movies I think in the genre Like, I like that there's a variety of it. You know so... I just think it's really interesting that they're, the, the, that... That that it's almost a mirror image. That mm. the DC
0: TV is like the universe and the real development yeah. and and the thing that everyone loves. Yeah. And then well, the, the movies haven't movies.
2: started yet. Yeah. Yeah. Not there. Yeah, that pre-buzz. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I still think Suicide Squad could be the biggest movie superhero-wise of next year, given
0: Harley Quinn is the most Harley Quinn
2: popular. Sure.
0: I never heard that opinion, but that's an awesome idea.
1: No, I, was I just mean, thinking, I mean, the, no. I, she, I hope it's true. I mean. Cause I'm uh, con, really excited cause, for that movie.
3: Oh, because at cons, the number one cosplayers I see are Deadpools and Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Let those... alone
2: that there were at least three of the movie version yes, at Comic Con. Yes, exactly.
3: Uh, but... yeah, and we saw all of them. The classic one, the movie version. Yeah. So,
0: speaking of Deadpool, I don't know how I feel about that movie. I don't know.
3: What do you guys think about that preview? The trailer did not make sense. It was very... Like I mean, no. it had the like beat to it, and I'm fine with Ryan Reynolds playing the character. No, no, that's sure, fine. sure. Um, Ryan Reynolds but, loves the character. Um, I'll wait till it comes. You're out. probably that's... wondering why I'm... Yeah, that, yeah, I was yeah. Like, I don't was... know.
0: I get where they're going. I
3: was for definitely with it, but... off put by that trailer, but I mean, I'll see it. I just I'll, hope it's I'll better than the trailer looks. Yeah, I, I that's agree. what I'm hoping. Yeah. We'll I like see. the trailer.
2: Yeah, uh, but I don't know. Getting back to Flash. Yeah, yeah, and tomorrow. The thing with Flash this season is. I think it's
3: a little step down from season one. Not okay. a huge step down. Okay. Not a huge, but I... I you mean, agree, too. Just in the first couple of those I mean, I still had fun, but I don't know. Well, this, also because Harrison one, Wells was so you know, like In season one, people just talk
0: about it in, like, hush... Not hush, but reverent tones. Right. It's just so good. Well, well because one so thing, so good. actually it's 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 an overwhelming number of...
2: Famous Flash villains and Flash villains you would never think you'd see or that they would save. Like, you know, you see most, a lot of rogues in it. You see Gorilla Grodd. And there's this sense in the first season, they're just getting, they don't know, they think they're going to, it's just like this feeling they're going to get canceled. Like, throw everything at the wall. And so there's a lot of seeds for things that have come back or been set up. Season two so far, there are still big villains they need to introduce, Mm -hmm. but it's been people like Atom Smasher or Sand Demon where it's just lesser.
3: Uh, and they look better in animated forms, like regardless, uh, so, yeah, it's uh, gonna, they're just hard to bring to live action.
2: And so, the the setup for Legends of Tomorrow has hampered it a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. have like the the Firestorm I, so, episode is all about setup for that.
3: So I do not understand how Greg Berlanti sleeps or does all that. He's executive producer, co creator of aeroflash Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. And he's also done some movies in lost D T like well, how does the dude do it? I mean the
0: I mean it's the only the only possibility is and I think I've heard some things to this effect is like there, there's one or one and a half shows he gives the most attention to. I mean yeah, where he's it's on, needed like, and right. then he gets what he does is like he'll work on like they all rolled out different years. So well, what I he know, would do is hold on, what time. he would do is like he would have like his group of writers, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah, he would yeah. get them up to speed. Yeah. Um, on, uh, on, on like, his show and get yep. them to know the voice. And then he can move to the next project, okay. you know, as a producer. I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: No, well, from? I mean, I know, like, Guggenheim um, is the showrunner of Arrow now, and Kreis- Andrew Kreisberg is Flash. So, right. I mean, they divvy up the work, like you said. But still, just to have all that going on in your head, like, it's just like... it. I mean, it's basically just, like, being... I mean running Marvel or DC. I mean you you have you have to direct the entire universe. What it is though
0: is necessary. Yeah. I mean they absolutely think about what, what the uh what's uh, what's the guy's name in Marvel? Uh Feige? Yeah, Kevin yeah, Feige. Feige. Yeah, I yeah. mean he oh, yeah. is they have there has to be a focal yes. point. There's yeah. gotta be one person's vision driving the whole ship. Now right. granted there's all kinds of subvisions. Right, right. But the you know, there's gotta be this dude who has like the ultimate yes. say. It's just the way that it tends to work better. Yeah, I mean, it would be great. Oh, I agree. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So,
2: but yeah, it's overall a lot of good stuff on the DC TV side. I'm excited for Legend. It is the coming back of my favorite character in the whole universe, which is uh, Sarah Lance, who's really? now White Canary. Okay. Um, yeah, I know.
3: I, I, she annoyed talked... me for a while, but then, but then when she was gone, I had to see Laurel more. So, all right. I have a, a question. This is
0: important. <laughs> Where the hell is Supergirl in this conversation? Well I Why mean, am I not hearing is... boo about Supergirl? i have not.
3: She's not, watched not a part
0: it yet. of the
2: universe, so it's. I not not thought like... she was. No. I thought he insisted that it had to be. No, well, okay. First of all, That's... Flash introduced multiple realities, so yeah. it can be a part of it in the sense that if they did a crossover, just be like Flash is like Earth like Seven, they did with whatever. Constantine.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So because Constantine was never said that it was a part of the era of Flash universe, mm-hmm. but then it got canceled. Yeah.
2: Now they've and... just subsumed it and said, yeah, yeah everything on there. It's so can- that yeah. version of. Of uh, Felix Faust and canon, that version yeah. of Di- cool. Papa Midnight; those are all canon versions yeah. in this universe. Nice. Now, will they ever show up? Probably not, legal reasons. Right, but right. As far as they're concerned, that is the version. So, tell me about Supergirl. Yeah, in uh, case the only one I read seen your it. review. Yeah, Have right. you seen it all. Yeah, yeah. I'm up to date. I read how many it. are there? Uh, five. Um, I I'm, read your review of the
3: pilot. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm really digging it. Yeah. I, 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 it's just fun. It's again, it's something different. Mm. It is a much needed which we've actually gotten a couple of this year, is, you know, a female-led superhero right, right. series. Um, it just brings a different vibe. It's much more cheery, which is something that I think is nice to have because God knows Arrow, S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, they're all darker sort of things. Um, but it's just, it, it it's really enjoyable. It's doing a fun thing with the whole introducing new versions of ca- villains who've never been live-action before. Yeah. Um, and bringing a lot of fun to the universe Uh, it's different takes on some famous characters like James Olsen you know and I don't know it's hard to talk about because it's it's just gotten going it's a lot of the bit you know it's it's what you expect from the first five episodes of a superhero series you know learning their powers realizing they can stand on their own they have to fail to get back up again those sorts of familiar every superhero show does these beats stories. Yeah. But I really like Melissa Benoist as Supergirl. I liked her when I saw her on Glee a few years ago. Um she's one of the things that helped that show kinda of get out of the creative rut for all of a season before it shot back down to the trash again.
3: Um Quick side comment. My fit fa- and I'll talk about this later when we talk comics. My favorite comic out right now is a female led cast of characters and it is not a superhero book. Uh another, and I will talk about that. Another
0: later. quick side comment that will not be talked about later. I've seen the first two episodes of Scream Queens, and I fucking love it. All right. Uh, anyway. Related. Nah. Glee. Yeah.
2: Uh, so other than that, as far as superhero shows, if we're going to quickly mention everything, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been good this season. Uh, I would say this half has been better than the second half of season two, but not as good as the first half of season has two. Has it felt as big? Yes. I mean, they've gone to space, sort okay. of. Like, right. In the sense it's that big. one character was Thank in space. You. Okay. It's big. Uh, and they're they're suggesting a lot. It, it feels like... I don't know, it's always tricky, because I, I feel like they have ideas that tie into the movies, but tangentially, but they still have to wait for the right time to do those things. Are they things. still doing
0: movie tie-ins, like direct ones, like having uh, Lady Sif and stuff? Uh, Lady Sif hasn't appeared this season. No, but they, I don't mean her particularly. I mean, like, having literally yeah. a direct crossover, like that one episode where they're cleaning up, like, the remnants of... Well, that was that a terrible thing. crossover. I know! <laughs> <laughs> are they, having...
2: they, they have, they, well, I mean, they crossed over with, not crossed over, but they had big tie-in to Age of Ultron. Um, it, and really they're setting up a lot of the thematic groundwork for Civil War, mm-hmm. particularly with the new batch of Inhumans and right. all the big right. Trouble that Empowered people are causing. Right. It's also something that came up very briefly in Jessica Jones It was a tie-in that didn't really have to be anything but a comment that right. tied into the larger universe right. with people being freaked out by Empowered's Um, but so far it just feels like they're really building to something cool And it's always hard to say. They keep things very close to the vest and, uh suggest things in a way that it's hard to know where they're going exactly but there's only two episodes left in this half of the season so I'm excited to see where that goes Uh,
0: and then Agent Carter comes back in a few weeks or like a month I've seen the first couple episodes of the first season I'm about to finish that I'm going to finish that one off and then get right into the second because I love the idea of Agent Carter Mm -hmm. I just love the idea of that show of a, of, a, of yes. a
3: in that time period yes. and, and yes. just just that, have you seen that at all? Not only bits, but I will probably before the second season. How comes. do you
0: like Asian Carter in comparison to Shield?
3: I mean, very hard to compare. Yeah, they're
0: apples
2: and oranges. Mm-hmm. It's a very different type of show. But again, it's nice to have a female led show that deals yep. with you know certain issues, but also is its own thing. And the period piece aspect certainly doesn't hurt. Cool. Um, so other than those other tv i mean jessica jones did come out i'm the only one who's really seen it so i I watched the pilot yeah i can't talk too much about it yeah Yeah.
0: Um,
2: i just
3: didn't hook me right away but well the thing about jessica jones okay the thing that blows
0: my mind that surprises me knowing what i know about you no i mean i mean uh,
3: yeah right and i mean i usually like i don't well okay the day so the day it came out i had just read starlight so it was a going a transition from like pulpy sci-fi to dark gritty and not even just dark gritty but like see daredevil is dark and gritty but he's still sort of a i mean i mean he's still very much a superhero and like he's easy to root for this isn't really a superhero thing it's really really not she has powers she has powers but the end i mean i get that it's the point of jessica jones that you're not really supposed to much relate to her or i mean like because she is very just emo repressed um and it's—I think it's a great concept, and I—I th- I mean, I will get back into it. Uh, well, I, just... I
2: wouldn't say she's not meant to be relatable. I'd say not, she's not, not meant again, to be yeah. relatable to
3: us, exactly. Exactly. Like, I
2: mean, the whole fact of right. the matter is, she's—you know—rape um, survivor, that right. sort of PTSD thing. Right. I mean, yeah, right. we're not going to be re- but but it's important type of story to be right. telling, and the way they do it in the show is just—I don't want to give too much away, but it's not, just a fantastic yeah, yeah. narrative. Um, yeah,
0: with lots of surprises. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. it feels Even like Even though you've read the comics, still tons of surprises. Right? Yeah,
2: I mean, they reinterpret it. There's a lot they yeah. can't do just because right. the original yeah. book is kind of structured around the showing the superheroic heroic people yeah. in very mundane, they're kind of dicks right. perspectives. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, which you can't really do without big budget heroes yeah, walking exactly. through. Right, And right. it would be weird to the narrative, I think. I mean, that's the yeah, thing. The Netflix corner thing. has really made its own voice, so it's like... Very grounded. Yeah, you have to be very careful about how they integrate. Like, both shows really only go, yeah, there was an alien invasion.
3: Well, and that's the thing about, like, what people need to understand is that, I mean, it's the Marvel Universe. It's going to encompass multiple characters, multiple genres, because it's trying to... I mean, it's very much a comic book world, but it's still meant to reflect a world where it's not all, I mean, tights and capes and superhumans. It's going to be... A lot of anti-heroes as well yeah
2: yeah uh so those are all the shows i believe oh by the yeah. way
3: uh, uh
0: from one to ten jessica jones like on you, on a number you scale yeah. Yeah. you rate it since you've seen the whole season. nine yeah. at least uh, yeah daredevil
3: eight five yeah, I would get yeah,
2: I'll Daredevil organized. I, I yeah. Again, the biggest thing, my biggest problem with Daredevil is the slump at the end of it.
3: It, it, it did, but it was... Really? So, so.
2: Episodes 11 and 12 are a bit of a slog. And then 13 rules? Yeah, well, 13's a solid ending. I would say the high point is episode 9. Oh, wow. Which is like a big fight with someone who looks like a hand ninja. To oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much, uh, even though I don't think they... They never explicitly say he's a hand wait, ninja. Wait,
3: how much did you watch of it, Rich? The uh, first two episodes. Okay, three. gotcha.
2: Uh, 9 and 10. 10 is the Nelson B. Murdoch episode that's really good as Aww, well. Yeah, Dude. that was good. Uh, but, but even that episode is pretty dark and grim, and then it continues yeah. into 11 and 12. And then the first part of the last episode, so it's just sort of a very... <sighs>
1: yeah. ...part yeah. of
2: the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you need that. You need the, the you know, it's always dark, it's before the dawn. Well, well yeah, it yeah. was dark it's for it's a long time. It's
0: structure, like a motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Uh,
2: and that's the other thing. Daredevil follow, very much follows that. It 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 feels like The Dark Knight. It feels like Arrow. It doesn't. I mean, it's great and it does unique things, but it feels like what's come before
0: it in a lot of other ways. Now Jessica Jones feels very much not like that. It throws it's It's very unique. It is. I've seen the first two episodes. Yeah. I mean, I I understand the concept of of it, but what I wonder is like from an act structure perspective, like is it like not the same? Like okay, you get to know the characters, then a problem happens that that threatens their happiness or their future. Uh, It's
1: a
2: lot of rise and fall. Like that's the thing. There's a lot of crazy. This could be the, this feels like it's the season
0: finale but there's still 8 episodes left. There's still 6 episodes left. Awesome.
2: And it feels like that over and over again. That's over a great again. show then. Yeah.
0: That's a great show then. If you can crescendo that many times and not lose people, that's pretty impressive. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I love Jessica Jones. I hope it gets renewed. It's one of those things where Netflix, you know, they're very cagey about saying ahead of time they're going to renew anything. They're like, well, all these shows are potentially eligible, but it's like... But at the least, they'll be in Defenders. They haven't not renewed anything, really, at this point, other than the
0: one-off shows like uh, Wet Hot American Summer. So, I mean... I can't believe that that one show got renewed with, like, uh, the one you you were watching with Kelsey, the six-episode POS. Oh, um... Wow, my my brain blanked out Virid, on grid or all I think of is like yellow caution tape when I think of that show.
2: It's a show about like a town where every, anyone twenty one or older or dies. Something. Yeah, I can't remember the title. Our our fellow co host Kelsey's probably screaming at it. It's like, like yeah, It's this piece of crap. But it is a terrible show. Anyway I watched Aziz, Ease On Sorry Gone? gone. Is it, it gone? Right. Masters of None. Master, Master None. of Nine? Holy yeah, crap, that was you hilarious. see the whole thing? Yes. How it was, was it? You it? I haven't finished it hilarious. yet. Finished it. I've only seen the oh first gosh. episode. I liked it, but... I loved that. Oh, uh, that's awesome. So yeah. anyway, but on the Marvel track, the one big trailer left that we have to talk about is... Civil War. Civil War.
0: Dun-dun-dun.
2: Now,
3: I'll go ahead and say, I've already written an analysis of this, which you can find on All That's Epic. So, Rich, since you're, you just saw it, I want to hear your thoughts. Okay, yeah. Um...
0: My thoughts are: uh, it's surprising, it's amazing. Uh, the tone is amazing. The soundtrack is even. It was surprising and amazing. Um, what blows my mind the most about it? Now, I think it's 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 an open secret that uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier is Jordan. For anybody that listens, is Jordan's favorite. Uh, yes, superhero uh,
2: movie of period, all time, period. Right, but yeah. but
0: especially, but but uh, that also entails the Marvel Universe. Yeah, and and you know, when I think about that. I think about like you know a lot of things you've said about it. Now I love that movie too a lot. Maybe not quite as much as you do, but I love it. Probably not. <laughs> but it's a it's a it'd be tough. Yeah. But it's a, um, it's like a, it's as much a spy movie. It's as much an action mm-hmm. spy thriller as right. it is a superhero movie. Yeah. And this one I thought would maybe be like a return to form, like more like Avengers. Right. And it's not. Right. From what I can tell. It's very oh, much the next Cap movie. Yes. Like I thought it was going to be like, well, they're calling it Cap, but it's really like the new, the next big, No, you Cap's know,
2: at the center. I mean, the big thing it, is. It is
0: a freaking Cap movie. Yes. And it is a Cap movie in the vein of Winter Soldier. Yeah, it I looks mean, just yes, like it. It's
2: well, a, it's a continuation of, it. of that story. It, it's, everyone's it's looking same for creators. Winter Soldier. It looks like he's getting framed for something, because Crossbones is in the movie, but they ha- didn't show him in that trailer. But they, there was a lot of, like, pre-spy you know, spy cam things of him with the explosion probably being caused by yeah. whatever organization Crossbones happens to be part of. Um, and, yeah, no, there's no villain in the trailer, though. That's the thing. Yeah. They don't show a... There may not be one. Well, they, it may be just the conflict. Well, Baron Zemo has been cast, yeah. like Daniel Bruhl, right? Yeah, yeah he's mm-hmm. playing Baron. Well, I mean, you know, he's not going to be wearing the purple sock, hell Yeah, that, I, I would. Would that be
0: that. awesome if Avengers Undercover rolled up and they were just like, "What's
1: up"?
2: <laughs> I'd be for that I'd show slash movie. But Dude, they should
0: make Avengers: Arena the show anyway.
2: Uh, but so yeah, I mean, that's the center, and it should be that's Civil War. It's it's about the heroes going to war with each other, and I'm sure there's going to be wrinkles. And there's going to be. I would not be surprised if it opens very similarly to mm-hmm. uh, Avengers 2 with the right, Avengers right. team on a mission, doing something. Um, Ant Man wasn't in the trailer, but he is in the film. Uh, everyone's in this movie almost except for Thor and Hulk, and they're teaming up both off in Ragnarok yep. land. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, Thor and Hulk are both not in it for sure. Right. No, but they're both in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. But they did confirm H- uh, Mark Ruffalo for that because he can only appear in team up movies. He was
3: originally in the script uh, for this, but. They decide to cut him out, which I don't mind because I like him better going to Ragnarok. That'll that could open doors for like a Planet hole. Do you of
0: thing. like Thor at all? I like him.
3: Yeah, I mean his standalone movies have not been impressive, but I like him as. But you character.
0: think Ragnarok might be sweet?
3: Yeah, it could be if they get the right. But I, a lot of the problem is well, Thor two. First of all, it went into production without a finished script. Um, There were there was a director change. I I think it was a lot of pre production problems that led yeah. to it. Yeah. It was just a clunky narrative, but it looked really nice, I mean, like, visually. It's amazing. I've been watching
0: yeah. that show on HBO, Project Greenlight, which shows you the process of making a movie. Yeah, yeah, And that, it's just amazing, like, the machinations behind the scenes yeah. that, that that lead to a coherent narrative. Because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of these movies, and I think, man, like, that narrative, it seems pretty, pretty basic and self-explanatory, like, you know, it's like, yeah. it's not that round-breaking, but mm-hmm. it's riveting, but it's just... But yeah. no, there's it's such an art, and yeah. when you sit down and try to write a script, which I do, right. it's it's very much like it's an art, and they yes. are experts at it. And the expert, the true experts, write scripts that don't feel like they're expert scripts; <laughs> they just feel fun. Exactly, to watch, you know? uh,
2: clean. But as far as Civil War goes, I'm you know dead excited for this movie. I think it looks. What right? it does a great, yeah, May. What I think the trailer says is they're going to do a great job of setting up why they're on opposite sides. And, uh, Which th- is important, yes. because if and you just like, do a superhero fight, it's just like... Because not only is... Right. like They've they set up first of all, that Tony thinks he's right about everything. Right, that right, was a right, big right. part of Avengers Age of Ultron, yeah. is no matter yeah. what anyone else said, he was going to do what he wanted yep. to do. Yep. So if someone's ad- with odds at him, he's not going to back down. More than that, I'm sure... One of the things I've heard said before, I'm sure they're going to bring up, is that Bucky very likely killed Tony's parents. That seems like a real yeah, possibility. Yeah given that Hydra was apparently behind that death. Right, right. So it's the sort of thing where, you know, that could come into play as well. I, you know, a lot of people are going to want to be calling for blood. Cap's going to be against it. He's going to have his team. And it just looks like they're going to have what heck of a fight. I mean, the big fight and between Bucky, Cap, and Iron Man that ends out that trailer looks like a real uh, uh, the, way, the way
0: Iron Man's moving and it's all that mechanical yeah. noise. And I'm, if you look at me, I'm doing like what looks like the, uh, what is this, Randy... Uh, Macho Man Savage, like, like, like wrestling moves, like, I don't know. Anyway, but, but, but no, they just they're like, doing this fight where it's like, yep. I mean, and it's the it's what Winter Soldier on one side and Cap on the yeah, other. God, and he's and like, swinging the shield back and oh, forth. It's so sick! Fight. Yes. But anyway, anyway, but 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 understated, smaller, more intimate, you know, at, than than Avengers. Yes. It's not on a city street with the Hulk smashing, you exactly. know, three hundred blocks of shit. With one felt, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. It's like a freaking little mini fight of amazingness. It's gonna be a chance to see, you know,
2: it's the who will win it, who'd win in a fight, but on a movie screen. I, I mean, know. it's you know gonna be Falcon versus War Machine, and you right. know what I always Black Widow versus
3: Hawkeye. That yeah. Sort yeah. Of well, stuff. okay. You see, going off on that point I made in the article was that so originally before they announced the team rosters, I would have thought that Hawkeye would have been on Tony's side because he'd government employee before he joined the Avengers and. and I mean, he and Tony are friends. It would it made more sense for him to do that. But if you looking at the trailer, it makes sense now because it looks uh, like we said as if Bucky's gonna be framed for something because of all the things he had to do while he was controlled by I- Hydra. Mm-hmm. And you think about it in the first Avengers movie, Hawkeye was also brain controlled and manipulated by Loki to do uh, to commit acts of evil. Right, right, right. And so knowing that he has a connection with Bucky. And I think that is enough of a motivation to side with them, because he knows that he's being falsely accused.
0: Well, you know, the one thing I want to say about that, about the Civil War trailer, and my biggest takeaway was, you know how I'm always pissed off at, at, at Marvel movies about how it's like, or anything comic books, where I'm like, dude, they're friends, they yeah. work together, why they gotta fight Right. <laughs> every time superheroes roll up. And I asked you this, Jordan, you gave me the best answer ever, like, I don't remember what it was, but you were just like, dude, superheroes fight when they meet, that's just how it goes. It is, and it's just funny, you know. They just do. They do.
2: That's why Ant Man was amazing when Ant Man fought Falcon. That was awesome. But it's like why they gotta fight? Comic
0: book moment in a lot of ways, right? But but anyway, this one at least at least is like a reason for it, and like they really are building out that reason, and I like that. I think you know instead of just like oh you kind of irritated me with your arrogance Tony let's fight you know it's like. Well, know. they've had that moment. And they
2: have, I know. That's the thing.
0: I know. They've fought multiple
3: and times. And that bugs me, yeah.
0: But this looks awesome. Well, there were and reasons. And saw in the
3: trailer to General Ross distributing... Was it the Sokovia Records? Which the Sokovia Accords. Is, Sokovia, yeah. Sokovia yeah. Accords. Yeah. Accords. Sokovia Accords. This is, so the Sokovia Accords are the MCU... Oh, the Sokovia Accords. The MCU ah. equivalent of the Registration Act. Because do, Can they not say Registration Act because they said it in the X-Men trilogy? No, I think
2: it's a matter of... It, it's a different thing. Okay, no, it can't be to... about superhero identities since no one but Daredevil has a superhero Yeah, super pretty identity. much. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess Peter Parker, who was not in this
3: trailer. Right, but we'll make uh, it. Eventually...
0: Oh, Civil War's not about identities anymore? Well, it can't, no,
2: no, it's about, it's, it's about oversight and, you know, accountability. Right, oh, like, so I mean, the same thing, just just not
0: identity-based. Yeah. Yeah, because it yeah.
3: can't be. Who has a secret identity, really? I mean, everyone, everyone, because Tony unveiled himself in the first Iron Man, everyone knows Steve Rogers is Cap. Thor like, is just Thor. Right, Thor is just Thor. Everyone knows Bruce Banner is Hulk. I mean, there's not much they can do in the way of that. I really guess it's true. Yeah. yeah,
2: and if there even were secret identities, S.H.I.E.L.D. would have had them, and those all got leaked, so... You know, it's the sort of thing where it yeah. can't be about that, but it can right. be about similar ideas. Right. And we also saw Black Panther, who I'm sure is going to be yeah. dude. That was doesn't the, he look awesome? That was the
0: moment that I was most excited. So that and the fight at the end. And Chadwick Boseman, like he's dude,
2: awesome. he's going
0: to be yeah. amazing. Yeah. He's going to be awesome. The other thing, just real quick, about Jessica Jones, I love um, the Mike casting Coulter? of Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah I he was love good. Yeah. him. Absolutely. He is. I mean, I just loved him in that. Right. It's so. going to be. Um, I'm really looking forward to his solo series next summer. Yes. Now uh so i know me too uh, me too i just i just think it's awesome that the dc universe is branching out more diversity and doing it in an awesome way. i mean marvel yeah (laughs) well dc's trying to yeah yeah, yeah. they are yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're not wrong but i just think marvel's doing an awesome job of it making it compelling and realistic and amazing so
2: now the last last tiny bit of superhero movie news i wanted to bring up just because anyone who knows me also knows that i am a huge fan of hannibal the tv show Mm -hmm. mads mickelson was officially cast in dr strange yes so he is... They haven't said what his role is. It's heavily believed he's going to be the villain. Uh, which means he's probably going to be Dormammu
3: or Blackout or
2: Mephisto. Oh, my god! Oh,
3: quick side rant. This is probably going to piss you off, but I saw an article yesterday that... And it didn't really go much into detail. But, um, like, it never really got going or anything. But there was a time, like, ten years ago, when Del Toro and Neil Gaiman talked about making a Doctor Strange movie. Together and Marvel rejects it. I'm like, uh, ah, yeah. talk about like a perfect director writer combo. But that's just that, like, that would have been cool. I'm yeah. not a huge Doctor Strange fan. I mean, I'm looking um, forward to this one. Like, so. no, but I yeah, think, I, like, it's a, like, I I don't really. I'm not a huge. I'm down I'm down. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, oh, yeah, he, Cumberbatch that is great. is to
2: me the least exciting casting. Just because. I'm down though. That's no, why I'm, I'm not. I'm down, not against yeah. it. I, there were other actors in the
3: running who it's I just liked he's better. In everything these days. Well, I know it's He's just, in everything. But it's the Tatum problem. No, I mean when you
2: have. uh... Chiwetel Ejiofor he is amazing when you have Tilda Swinton when you have Mads Nicholson
3: it's Ejiofor was incredible in The Martian because The Martian had so many big names as supporting actors that a lot of them got overshadowed but he really nailed it
0: yeah oh you mean like
3: um Charles
0: Gambino Donald Glover yeah he was in the movie I still need to see that uh I think I
2: said that earlier follows
3: the book really well too yeah you Uh, read the book yeah oh wow it's
0: good
2: so, that is all the big movie news of TV news, and there's yes. been a lot of it. And yeah, I'm really? Sure, there'll more be than more. than I even remember. There oh, wait, one awesome.
0: more thing: Fantastic Four. <laughs> <Where> <laughs> you it's guys been saw so it. long.
2: Ha
1: ha ha.
0: You guys saw it. You know. How was it, Jordan? First um, half was great, right? No, honestly,
2: uh, the ending is an atrocity. Like, it is a slapdash, we need a big superhero fight here, so let's make Doom have absolutely no real, sensical reason to be doing what he's doing sort of plan. But overall, honestly, like for the first hour and ten minutes, I was on board. I mean, I'm not saying it was a good movie, but I'm not saying it
3: wasn't bad either. I thought it had some good ideas. Um, I think the reviews were especially scathing because of that uh, tweet from Josh Trank, like he bashed his own movie. I know, which I don't love. But I
2: think the thing is. Yeah, I think it was too harshly negatively reviewed. Yeah. Um, I would give it a, a
1: 6. Okay, yeah.
2: Probably, just because there are you things... You don't want to give, don't
3: give it a 9% like Rotten Tomatoes did?
2: No, see, that's... First of all, I, I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. I, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, right, yeah, I know the importance of Rotten Tomatoes because right. it's all anyone checks, but Rotten Tomatoes' system is terrible. It is, yeah.
3: Uh, it doesn't really
0: make much sense.
3: Yeah, the it's, it's like, a pass-fail.
0: It's a binary system, so...
2: I
3: it, go to, like, rogerheber.com as, like, the main, like, main critical source, and then to IGN and Screenwriter for the nerdy movies. Yeah, I just go to Metacritic for Metacritic, my so. aggregates, and then I check yeah, other yeah. And then I click through. Yep. Yeah, AV so. Club, <laughs> I like to read their reviews. Yeah, yeah, anyway,
2: yeah. uh Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Look, Fantastic Four, it's hard to remember. It has been four months now since I saw it, and it wasn't... I, but Look, I was I was not outright offended until the absolutely terrible ending
0: but I could see salvaging this if they had. Now they've removed it from their schedule, so it's pretty can much. you believe that? Like, I know you can believe it, but it blows my mind that they had it literally on the calendar,
3: and then it's just like,
1: nope, it's gone. Well, they, they lost do that. so I mean, much money, it was...
3: though.
2: Yeah, I mean, Amazing Spider Man 3 and 4 and yeah, the Sinister got... 6 were all on they the, the calendar. They were trying to build a Spider
3: Man universe, I know, out of the, and that's. they still was... may. I, you know, I well, honestly. it'll be part of. Yeah, the but it'll be part MCU. of
2: the MCU, MCU yeah. yeah.
0: Now, frankly, there are like. Eight. I can't believe that's coming. When's that coming? 617?
3: What, the Spider-Man? 2017? Solo. Yeah, it's yeah. July,
0: I think. Uh, but no, see,
2: now I'd be okay with it, because right now there's like nine Spider-Books with them yeah. all new, all different Marvel, and I'm super oh, yeah. excited to be getting all those uh, down the line, but nice. anyway, I, I, look, Fantastic Four, first of all, it doesn't matter anymore. It's it's officially irrelevant. It's over,
1: yeah.
2: Um, it's they're dead. gonna make another one in seven years, probably, just to keep them... I don't... Honestly, like, Fantastic Four is such a train wreck, you almost wonder, well, probably because they put so much money into it, but... You almost wonder why they didn't just do what they did in the nineties and just shelf the thing the Roger they Corman. made it. <laughs>
1: hey, speaking of, speaking I of, guess
2: they made more money by putting it out? I don't know. What did they do in the nineties? Roger
3: Corman produced a like B movie version.
1: Was yeah, it, it
2: They, was they literally movie. made a really really low budget Fantastic Four movie. I think there were minimums they had to meet, but they didn't even have to release it and they didn't. They just, all right, we're gonna lose the rights if we don't make a movie. So they made a movie and threw it on the shelf and yeah. like, legally we made the movie, so, so you can see it at
3: like if you get it at yeah, a video store stuff. or online. But I mean, it, like I can is prob- it really then. Oh, I can pull up a picture of. Hold it's on. not. I mean, just you hold watched on. it? Yeah, I've never seen it, but I can show. Hold on, keep talking. Jordan, I would but say I it's am...
2: honestly, I kind of like it better than the Young Gruffed movies, <laughs> just because they're so dull.
3: Um, What annoys me about those, though, is the casting was spot on. Because, like, Michael Chiklis' The Thing was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I even like him as Mr. Fantastic. I see him in as
0: whatever. Yeah, he's there. Uh, He's gonna live forever. (laughs) (laughs) That shit's so bad. Anyway, uh, no, okay. So, Fantastic Four, it existed... Yeah, it's, you know, it's history. It's done. That's uh, a, a bummer. Uh, Josh Trank, man, you know, poor
3: guy. It, He's never going to get another big know, budget movie because, because he, it, he he, he, he burned shit. those bridges that way too so hard. so stupid. bridge. It. does this answer your question about the Roger Corman Kerman Fantastic Four?
0: Oh my god. What am I looking at? The Fantastic Four, man. Come on, look at that. I honestly the think the thing. thing looks pretty good. That looks like it's from the 70s, not oh, the 90s. That well, was the budget they had.
3: It I was mean, a 70s budget. Look at that. <laughs> i mean that's a halloween thing costume
2: but they look more like the fantastic four than they the, do because uh, they have Red the Richards. classic
3: uh, um, well and that's the thing you cannot make fantastic four gritty it's not that hard like just keep it as comic book ridiculous i mean it's
0: supposed to be marvel's first fun family exactly you know
2: now they don't get a book
0: oh by the way i wanted to ask you about that what's up with them now they're it's all still just gone? part of different
2: teams Okay, uh, but know, F. things F. on the G- guardians of the galaxy human torches with the inhumans I don't know what Sue Storm's deal is, and I'm pretty sure they've alluded to the fact that Reed Richards is dead, though that's probably how it, Secret Wars is probably going to end with him dying. And I think they've said that the evil ultimate Reed Richards is out there. So yeah. I think, you know, that seems to be
0: where they're going with it. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, and, and, as in not very anywhere, really. Yeah, that's, well... That's, so that's interesting. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, on on that note, so I think the next thing we wanted to talk about were some of uh, the personal projects. Well, Comic Con. Oh, oh, okay. that we Com- whole, whole, whole that'll lead into it. But
3: okay. Uh, well, go and touch Comic Con, Jordan and I both attended. Um, we saw Rich's favorite guest there, Gerard uh, um, um, Way.
2: Yeah, all the way. Gerard
0: Way, if you're out there, uh, um,
3: I I can't even speak directly to him.
2: Gerard, you um, your riches
0: chemical romance, dude. Fucking, I just can't stand Gerard fucking Way. I just can't stand him. And it's it, com- let's preface this: it's completely irrational. No, he you admit it. I do. I completely admit it's completely irrational. It makes no sense. I just fucking hate him. And I really hate that he writes comics. And every time I see Umbrella Academy, like on your freaking shelf earlier yep. today, I got a little ill in my stomach. Sorry. It bums me out. He's got a million fans, millions and millions of girl fans that are just like,
3: woo!
1: That
0: was the thing. And some I... guys, too. Any any comic panel that he goes to, it's going to be like full of a bunch oh, of chicks screaming, oh, it was? Oh, no surprise. And they're not there because he's a comic writer. Mm-hmm. That's not why they're there. They may have read his comic. They may think, oh, it's my favorite comic! Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, the whatever. That's not fucking why. The only one they read. And it's just, there's so many comic writers out there. Jordan, for example. You know what I mean? Like, they're that, 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 that so talented and want to be read. And a lot <laughs> of others. I'm not trying to but include you in No, I get to be the
2: counterpoint to Gerard Way. No, That's... no,
0: no, no. no. <laughs> there's just all these up-and-coming, your friend also, mm-hmm. you know? There's all these up-and-coming writers that are, like, so talented. And, like, motherfucker who's got billions of dollars with his fucking... My Chemical Romance bullshit, and, like, legions of screaming fans. Like, go make some more freaking music, asshole. Like, I don't need to read your comic. You don't have shit to say to me. Like, comic writers have shit I want to read. I don't want to read your fucking Hollywood fucking rock band emo fucking bullshit. I don't want to fucking read it.
2: When we have our new website, this is where I would go, that's Rich at the Joy of Gaming. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) So,
3: yes, Rich is not like hard Way. Um, But... I Just a uh, quick word about NC Comic Con. What I love about that con is that, I mean, I know all the it's guys great. who run it. It's great, and it's very geared toward up-and-coming creators is the thing. Which that's is awesome, like, and except is, for the fact that you they know, had Gerard Way this I mean, year. Yeah. Exce- you know, Well, they got to have
0: their big draw. They have but that's the, uh, the thing. Why is he the big draw this year? Who was the other comic guy? That Charlie Adler. Here? Charlie Adler. Oh, guess who was a fucking bigger draw? Fucking Gerard Way. Why? Because he's better at comics than Charlie Adler? No. No. Uh, well, I haven't read Gerard Way, but I'm not a huge Adler fan, oh, okay, well, so I well, might argue Whatever,
1: it, but... <laughs> uh, Whatever, the point <laughs> yeah. is,
0: the point is, you know what I'm saying. There's yeah, plenty yeah. of people on Artist Alley that were at that Comic-Con yeah. that are way
3: better comic writers than him, I, probably. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. No, I mean, that was really what I was going to say. And it, it caters just, to up and covers. It very much caters to the, and I don't know, it's just a really cool opportunity to really engage with events. And I, I thought they did an especially good job this year of organizing it, because... Last year, it was still great, but it was very crowded with, like, the panel room right next to the dealer's room and everything. Well, they were so, bleeding like, into yeah, each they other. They were bleeding into like, each other.
2: artists, there were artists in the dealer's section. Right, right. And it just didn't work. But this year, no, it was much they, smoother. This I was year, expecting worse. they
3: put the panels in the theater, like, the Carolina Theater of Durham, which was great because you had so much more space oh, to get Oh, that's smart because I yeah, thought they were doing, mo- awesome. like, their movie fest. Like. They did. Well, yeah, they did. They, they did that, too. So, they had the movies in one cinema. And then the panels in on another one. Awesome. Kevin and fantastic. I saw
2: the absolutely we saw, amazing yes, Remo we Williams.
3: Have you ever seen Remo Williams The Adventure Begins? No. It is fantastic. Okay. So I because mean, they played pretty much all eighties like B movies and retro movies. Okay. This one so Remo Williams, I mean, it was just a classic it's a classic like style eighties movie. It could never be made today because it's so racist and sexist. Because, well, they can like, update it. They and can be update it, but, made yeah. It, which there like, is an update um, in development with Shane Black. Yeah, and... That's I mean, cool. Which is awesome. But, oh, I mean, I it's just... Shane I mean, Black. it's just a pulpy action movie that, like... It was so entertaining. Because, yeah, we had gone to a couple panels, and I was getting kind of tired, and I was like, let's just go watch a movie because they give you a free movie ticket yeah. uh, when you get your tickets. And, um, yeah, we went in there, and I knew nothing about it going in, but, I mean, it's one of those where... His, the korean martial arts master that mentors him is played by a white guy um oh, so it's just like one of those that's appalling um, but like now, it, but i mean it's what was it 84 84 yeah, yeah so yeah, i mean yeah.
2: not excusable but understandable right right for the era but just to give you the pitch it's about a cop who they fake his death give him plastic surgery so no one will recognize him <laughs> and he works for a secret organization called cure to take out corrupt politicians
3: isn't that awesome? I we well, almost want to it. rent
2: it. Learn? it at? Well, it is don't it's know. On we watched it, there, but I mean, in a really crappy version because it is a. It but was you can Yeah,
3: you can get it. Yeah, Videos it really cheap. It's I mean, cheap
2: on DVD. Good. There are
3: some video stores that are unfortunately going. Most of the video stores around here are going out of business. But that sucks. Yeah, I know it does. North American. Thanks, recently Walmart. Did. Yeah, but <laughs> that <was> um, so. <laughs>
2: Redbox, yeah. dude. Ne- it's Netflix. Yeah, Redbox. This is yeah. this is irrational. You want to throw me. a thanks Obama in there as
3: well? Yeah, thanks uh, Obama yeah, for the video stores that are dying.
0: <laughs> oh, anyway, there's a lot of irrational hate coming from me tonight. I mean, I, I admit a lot we of this stuff is a No, uh, but,
3: but no, get. But there are video stores going out of business. But I, like, we should all go there sometime and support them before yeah. they run out. Yeah, because they're gonna be giving a lot away yeah. for free. Uh, well, not for free, but for good deals.
2: Highlights to me, just uh, we got to see a lot of cool people. Uh, I have a lot of shout our out. friends that I've met over the years yes. now. So shout outs to Max Miller Dowdle, to Gabriel Dunstan, to uh, JR Mounts, who Rich knows as the guy who did the Fried Pickle Comic oh. Detective. That dude's awesome. And if you're gonna be at Magfest, we gotta hang out. Shout out to awesome. J- Shout drive. out to
0: JR. You're the freaking man. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd been there this year to say what's up. I love that dude. Here's why I love that dude. That dude is so passionate about what he does. He loves Fried Pickle Noir so much. He is so all about it. And, and he, he just loves has comics. A, yeah, he loves comics. And he just has a dream. He just had a dream. He's like, my wife supports me, and, and I have the, had this dream of making a comic myself. And he just does it. And he doesn't yeah. give a fuck. He just does it. Uh, and, and I love that about him. So, anyway. There are amounts for the win.
2: And uh, I also was able to get a new sketch. I have a TV sketchbook, and uh, Rico Rinzi, who is the colorist for Spider-Gwen, and works at Heroes down in Charlotte. Does he still? Yeah, I mean, he he does, uh, I forget exactly what he does, but yeah, he still works there partially. Uh, and uh, he got he did a sketch of The Colonel from Danger 5, which is a show I never thought an artist would recognize on my list. But, but he did, and he, he did. drew the
0: spider on his... Yeah, thing. he drew...
2: That's 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 my thing with my sketchbook, is I wanted to do something that would be different, because a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. artists at those conventions, they get asked to do Daredevil and Captain America yeah, yeah, and yeah. Spider-Man over and over and again. Right, right. And so... So you're doing a TV theme. Yeah, TV shows, and I have a list of my shows, and instead of being like, okay, draw this person, I go, okay, pick a show on this list and draw a character from it, because... Then you get those inside jokes, and you get them putting in that extra bit of effort just because they don't get to draw that very yeah. often. And I, I, just, you get a lot of cool sketches. I've got a Hannibal, um, Bob's Burgers. This newest one was
0: uh, Chess Bridge from Danger Five, and it's just fun. Uh, every con we go to, dude, Chess Bridge is so funny. You show if anybody out there hasn't seen that clip. What's that clip called? Uh, if you just want an idea,
2: yeah, Chess Bridge or, or Claire versus the Colonel for Danger Danger Five gives all of his like. <laughs> Just terrible sexist battles with her, but it. And to preface it, it's about a group of '60s spies fighting Hitler during like a 20-year version of World War II. So it's it's, it's supposed to be Take ridiculous. Camp to the nth. It's Australian as well, and apparently a lot of their TV is like that.
3: Uh, also not jealous, but Jordan was showing his Kickstarter campaign to the creators there, and Daniel Way looked at it and he's like, "Oh, I know that artist, dude. This is impressive." I'm like, "Yeah, that was oh, a cool." Not jealous, uh, but you know. I commend no, I mean I commend you. You've worked hard on the project. Oh, oh you mean
0: Gerard Way? You mean Daniel? Way. Oh yeah, Daniel. Gosh, Way was no, oh Daniel. Oh no, <laughs> no, 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 we
3: didn't meet Gerard like, uh, yeah. Okay, but, yeah. Anyway, that's amazing. Yeah, Daniel Way. Like, well, well, we went to his well, booth, and he was like, he looked at Jordan's campaign, and he's like, oh dang, I know that artist. He's like, my first comic didn't look nearly as good as this. Yeah, it was just fun talking to. it. It's always fun talking to creators. Yeah, um, anybody. I mean, just just to say, anybody who hasn't who
0: listens to us who hasn't checked out that Kickstarter yet, man.
2: Well, we'll, we'll, uh, before we get to that, because there was one more thing. Rich may hate Gerard Way, but he wasn't at the con, unfortunately. You know what he does love is The Valiant Table at NC Comic Con. Oh,
0: The Valiant Table makes my life. And you guys are going to be talking about some Valiant books, and I have some Valiant to talk about, too. I will. But, dude... I love that Valiant table. You had a good experience there as usual, right? Yeah, I went up and was talking
2: to the guy and mentioning how we'd been at the table last year, and they have this great deal. All their first volume trades pretty much are 10 bucks. Anyway. And uh, so what they do is you get five for 30 And That's a great deal. Five volumes for 30 bucks, uh-huh. And they also have, like, any other 15 books, it's like, like five for 50 something like
3: that. And it's if you amazing. remember that you had gotten one last year and he let that you carry that into... Yeah, well, out, I like, talked to theory. him about
2: having gotten a bunch last year. Told him what they were, and then I was like, he was, "I was taking his suggestions." I was like, "All right, what do you suggest, man?" That's like, what we always do. It's yeah, the best. He gave me four trades, and was like, "All right, so what else?" And then he was like, "Since you liked it last year, here's Volume Two of Quantum and Woody for the same
0: thirty dollars price, and
2: that's like the five extra yeah. bucks
0: off. That's mm-hmm. awesome." No, the dude's amazing, and 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 what it comes down to is that. Oh, I see what you mean. I see how that deal went. No, I mean that that um. The Valiant table is amazing because they they love that universe and they they're so into it. And yes. you talk to those dudes and they're just like, "Man, you gotta read the Valiant." Yes, they, the oh, amazing. they stop
3: you right in the, as you're passing by and they're like, "Free!" They give you a free comic and then they they're like, 10 dollars trade do. right here." And I'm like, "Sure."
0: No, no, they're, they're awesome because like, I go up there and I'm like, "Dude, what kind of Valiant should I be reading? Like, what's the latest coolest Valiant shit?" Yeah, and like immediately they jump right in. They're yes. right on our wavelength. Yes, and they're just like here's what you should be reading. We just mm-hmm. got this awesome new writer on... This. I mean, it, yes. they're just... They're so cool. Yeah,
2: yeah, and they're always launching new books. They're
0: always, like, just I just excited. love Valiant. I love Valiant. Oh, I yeah. mean, I just think that is, like, the coolest thing happening in comics right now yes. is Valiant and its success.
2: Well, you'll get some Valiant movies in a few years. Wow. Yeah, uh, Yeah, whenever that happens. Bloodshot and Harbinger, which, to me, is... I mean, I know why. It was, like, their first yeah. big event was Harbinger Wars, and those were the books involved, but it's like, man... Like, I want the, the three Annie Potter brothers with Archer... Jamar, I want to see Archer and, and uh,
3: Armstrong. The only thing is that I feel like people are going to see that and be like, wait, this is Tintin, you know? Uh-huh.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no, no, it was really exciting. We, I met uh, Kevin's friend, Alex.
3: Yeah, Julian? Al Julian. Yeah, yeah, so talk about that real quick. So, yeah, Al's a guy, so I met a couple years ago, did a story on him and an NC State guy who were working on a film together. Mm-hmm. So I did a story on them for Technician and um, became good friends with both of them um, since then. They're great yeah. guys. Um, but so Al, because um, the first screenplay he wrote, um, he had trouble selling it So because there's a sci-fi one and it would have cost him much, so he turned it into a graphic novel with an artist friend. Um, so it's called Retrograde. Um, got it over here on my on my shelf. It's a... Um, Basically about... Have you gotten a chance to read it yet? I have. I read. I actually really enjoyed it. I emailed
2: him how much... uh, Oh, that's awesome. It had a really cool flow to it, so I was
3: surprised. It's like a... um, So a military operative gets um, abducted and taken to this alien planet, and this team of government agents goes to rescue him. And basically, because I don't want to spoil anything, but it leads to this thing dealing with humanity's origins and a secret dealing with that. Awesome! And its relation to canines. So it's just this kind of, like, bizarre twist. And it genuinely feels like a twist at the end, which is really cool. So I've been helping him promote his book recently. Um, it's right now, because it, it's not on Amazon yet, but it's available at Ultimate Comics and Chapel Hill Comics. Um, can you get it on uh, his website? And you, Well, you can uh, work, because I'm working on helping him set up a website. At the moment. I've got Twitter pages and Facebook for him. But um, I'll give you his email. You can email him directly, and he'll send you a copy. Awesome. Um, but uh, so that's the only. But we're working on getting a website going. Uh, but yeah. So I just wanted to do a little promotion for him. Well, why don't
0: uh, Why don't you give me his? Uh, what is his Twitter? First of all,
3: I I can give that to you. Uh, well, no, why don't you? Oh, tell well, him? it is. Him. It is Well, there's two. So for him, what's it's the, the Twitter people at, need to know? Just at, give them
0: one. Make it simple. Right
3: at Pro4Test, so pro four test. So P R O the number four and then test. Um, at pro 4
0: test Yes. Okay. Um,
3: cool. And then the retrograde one is at a Julian, um, the third. At a Julian, how is the third? Just like three, yeah, uh, three eyes. I did it guys. yeah, because I created. Okay, one. so
0: a Julian. I I, 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 I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, you can Chuck, put
1: these on. Um, in we the we post will, but there. but
0: I yeah. also just
3: want to just if somebody
0: right, listening in their car, right. you exactly. know,
3: just to anyway. Exactly. So yes, follow All right. both those pages. That'd be, yeah. Um,
0: and uh, we mentioned, we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but Jordan is yeah, uh, in the middle. Are you dead center as of recording? Uh, as of recording, we, it's two more
2: days to the halfway point. Okay, so nice.
0: Now, I uh, don't you've broken halfway. Yeah, I, that's
2: that's what I'm gonna say before anything else. Don't go running. There's something for you though. You're a co- you're listening to the comics podcast. So you probably care about comics, and this is a comic. Uh, it's called Terminal Protocol. It is on Kickstarter, and uh, I'm working with the Romanian artist Je- uh, Rembru. And uh, basically, it is a story for anyone who likes artificial intelligence, robotics, cool art, um, you know, supporting a brand new creator, that would be me. Uh, No, I I would say go check the page out. You can see a little more of the story. We've got the full six-page prologue, um, and I think it sells the world and the story that we're going to be telling in our main... uh, It's going to be a... current Right now, it's looking like a 52-page graphic novel. Uh, We're... Maybe extend it, just depending on if we hit a stretch goal or something. Um,
3: Dude, you got featured on Movie Pilot. That's amazing. Like,
2: Yeah, we, we, we've had a couple articles around Movie Pilot, Comicosity, um, and it's been just kind of crazy to see the response so far, but we are still away from funding. Like Rich said, uh, when we talked about it on the last podcast... Uh, we've gone up another 10% or so. We're at 54% right now.
0: I just saw, I just looked on there, and I just, every time I look, it's like 10 more backers. It's so phenomenal.
2: Uh, well, we're, we're currently at 67. 67 backers. That's awesome. And what does this mean is, for you, if you like podcasts, and you like the Joy of Geek Network, and you like us talking about all kinds of stuff, uh, our very great co-hosts, Rich, Kevin, and Kelsey have all agreed to help out if these happen, is we're going to be doing podcast, uh, Kickstarter-exclusive podcasts, reviewing movies mm-hmm about robotics and artificial intelligence. Uh, and it's going to be every 50 backers What's up to... What's the first
0: one going to be, Jordan?
2: Uh, the first one is going to be the 2013? 2012? One of those 13, years. I think. 2013 Transcendence, starring okay. Johnny Depp. And by the way, the movie is transcendent. It'll change your life. I don't know about that. Just kidding! <laughs> uh, and the reason being, and I'll say more down the line, I, I post an update announcing it when we hit 50 backers, but... It's a movie that when I was writing the original script for Terminal Protocol, I hadn't even heard of, and then as we were finishing it up, uh, going through the editing process, I saw this movie and I was like, Oh no, it's going to do all the things I want to do, But it's going to be, it's Johnny Depp, it's going to be great, no, my story's pointless. And then it came out, and it wasn't really, it was very different ideas about what it wanted to do, saying about artificial intelligence. Didn't hurt that it didn't really do well. Um, but you know, we're going to see that and talk about it. Just that, that one's definitely happening.
0: Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Like, like what, it, what, 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 it, what, all this comes down to for listeners is a, first of all, supporting the project would be awesome. And if you love comics and you're listening to this, this comic is Jordan can't say it himself, um, cause it's his project, but dude, this comic looks phenomenal. You gotta see this art. rembru is, it's, 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 it's amazing. I mean, he's an image artist. Like he's as good as any image artist. He's amazing. Um, and he just did a, one with, uh, actually our, um, the Quantum and Woody uh, writer at uh, James Asmus and I mean, yeah James just did Asmus the and adventures Jim of Bram and uh, Ben the Avengers, the, well
2: the the end times of Bram and Ben that was the book they did it was a mini series at Image uh, James and Jim both uh, tweeted out and backed the project so that was cool that's awesome. Uh, James Asmus backed the project
0: that's so awesome well I mean he's, he's assumedly he their friend. Right? yeah right but nonetheless I mean that's awesome this thing is I mean the art is amazing the story. Um, is from what i know of it he's kept it under wraps even for me but (laughs) but the story is uh from looks amazing i can't wait and the one good part of you keeping it under wraps for me is that i don't know what happens and i'm really looking forward to reading it so that's cool um but dude it's just such a it's just such an interesting premise um and when you see what i love the most about it so far is how evocative it is there is a picture when you check out this kickstarter um it's what page is it the one i really love page six page six I won't tell you what it is, uh, it's just a really evocative moment, which just shows you how powerful comics can be, um, and uh, I, I just really think it, it, it's just, you know, the magic of comics, right, is when the art and the and the writing comes yes. together in perfect synergy, and that's one of those moments, and I just think it's amazing. So anyway, guys, check that out, uh, uh, it's awesome. And, and-
2: yeah, one, one last thing I was going to note is, so yeah, so far, if we get to 100 backers, there'll be a second podcast, but... If nothing else, right now, a dollar, just one dollar like of pledge that. gets you one free podcast that you're not going to be able to hear otherwise. And uh, go ahead and say that I was thinking it over and, you know, we'd have to get to the full 250 backers for my original plan of doing um, of a backers choice podcast. Mm-hmm. Throwing that out, that's in there too now. So at, right now, a dollar gets you two podcasts, one of which you get to vote on the movie that yeah. we review. Um, as it is though, right now, I have the first choice. If we do 100 backers, it's going to be rich. And at 150 and 200, it'll be Kevin and Kelsey's choice. Cool. So ideally, we'll get up to 200 backers, give you five full
0: podcasts, and it'll be awesome. But
2: as it is right now, You'll two get free two podcasts. Right now, and
0: then if we get to if you guys get to 100, uh, it'll be three.
2: Yeah, I mean, and we're not that far from that. With 67 That's backers, uh, we have two more weeks on the campaign. Uh, it ends December 15th. So Tuesday, December 15th. Make sure that if you're interested at all, go check it out. Go check it out now. Every backer counts, and I would be very appreciative uh, of your support. Uh, this is my lifelong dream so yeah we're going to we're going to pimp it out a little Rich and Kevin can be more praising than I can obviously but well, I am very proud of
3: I'll praise it just to show you how much of a passion project it is so I met Jordan like 3 years ago when I was a wee little freshman he was features <laughs> editor at the technician the the for Listenerland that's the NC State student newspaper and at that point because he was about to graduate and he told me that he was trying to break into comics so like he has had this project in mind for a very long time so Definitely support it. So
2: yeah, check the campaign out on Kickstarter. For the last episode, Rich put links in the show notes. I'm sure he will again. Oh yeah. And I've been, you know, check out the joy of gaming on Facebook. I'm linking it there too. And you know, why aren't you like like us there? Like, like yep. us everywhere yes. we're at the joy of game on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Some of these yeah. might change just as we're rebranding, but for the most part, you know, we still have that online presence. And we're glad you guys are listening. And yeah. uh, now we're going to get to. The main thing. The main event. I mean, an hour into the show, we're just going to talk comics. Yes, and uh, we're going to have a have, lot to talk. Yeah, we're have a round table, just sort of chat about what we've been reading lately.
0: It's been a really good year. Yes,
2: as it kind of has been for the past three or four years.
0: Every year is a good year. You know what? Pass. It hasn't been a really good year for. I heard recently, uh, TV, and I've heard you with that sentiment as well. Uh, that just for new shows, Overall, for new, I mean, shows, new, new shows. No, 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 yeah. new shows. It's like this is the year with the most cancellations. The earliest. I saw mm-hmm. that on the news or something. Hmm. interesting. There's a lot like well, a lot that's of show, it, yeah, cuz I was of shows seeing articles. Well.
2: well, a lot of shows aren't being canceled anymore and it's weird. There's this effect where people aren't canceling the shows because I don't know why. I think the thought is so many shows are getting revived now because they were canceled or they're getting picked up and finding success so what so what elsewhere. They they're they're putting them on hiatus without
0: actually canceling them. Well, oh, right, right. Which but that's what I'm talking about. Like a lot of shows they're just not doing as well in the ratings. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you know, part of that is streaming, obviously. Uh, is pulling a huge big bite out of that pie, but anyway, the the, the point is that uh, you know as good as video games have been this year, as good as comics have been this year, the new TV show crop has not been all that awesome. Uh, which, okay. to hear. which is
2: something we'll talk about more. Uh, yeah. It's it is December now as you're listening to this, so our our big end of the year episodes are going to be coming soon. Yeah, we we gotta of course going to each. talk TV. Yeah.
0: Yes, we got to do it. We got to do a TV. And movie episode, we got to do a comic episode. Comics is always
2: maybe. tricky, just because I don't think any of us are big into single issues anymore. Kevin just took the plunge.
3: I'm got, yeah, I'm about to. So yeah, he's yeah. about to take the plunge to yeah. all trades. Yeah, that first, yeah. it's gotta happen. It I'll tell does, you, because the, the, the hardest money... point
2: is like those first six months, because suddenly you're not reading books and all the trades that are coming out are books you've already read. Yeah. So, but my once own, you get past that,
3: my only reservation is like I don't want to like go to guy yeah, foundation's edge and be like yeah i want to cancel all my single issues <laughs> you know like it's such a hard thing no it, it know, is play. but yeah.
0: that's it's not gonna it's not gonna kill them yeah um but you know what it comes down to really is that i mean it, it, it's a bummer because you're not i don't know what i try to do i've been bad about it lately what i try to do is support a couple books yeah that i yeah. know are not gonna that are not doing really well mm-hmm. that i love yeah, yeah, that I want to continue. Like right, I try to right. get like the beauty I'm going to go I I I was away for a while so I, I wasn't near my home store I wasn't able to buy them. Uh-huh. But I'm going to go back and buy all the beauty issues cuz the beauty yeah. is my freaking jam and I want that to succeed and to continue. I think it's doing well.
2: Where well the beauty's at Image. Image feels a hey, rich bum
0: me out. Tim Seeley
2: has had a new book at Vertigo, Effigy. Now, well, I guess I'll we'll start with this cuz I think no, this book, Yeah, right. this is this is a uh, book yeah. that
0: um that I I've I've been reading and I actually read the first couple issues and issues. Uh, And then um, we were, and then I just sort of fell off it just because of of timing and being busy. And then we were at um, Edward McKay's and I saw the book there and I was like effigy awesome. Now I can finally read the rest. So I picked it up and then I read it to uh, Jordan and Kelsey and like Jordan, I couldn't, I couldn't buy your attention at the moment. <laughs> I was, I was, I don't know what I was. Anyway. Other stuff. Anyway, yeah. I've read
2: it though, so clearly yeah, it like, got
0: yeah. to me. But yeah, so I was reading, I was reading the tagline to Kelsey, and she was like, "Dude, that sounds really cool." And I guess in ne- ten minutes later, it, 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 it had uh, gone through her head, and she was like, "I gotta have it." Yeah, so you both bought, bought copies. So she bought it, and she lent it to Jordan, and you loved it. Yeah. Well.
2: Anything that has a, uh, a however slight of a Power Rangers connection oh, right. is going to make me kind of sit <laughs> I, up and take notice. That
0: was what I should have pointed out. That part wasn't what I was reading. I was reading, like, the cop in the show, but I don't think I mentioned the superhero thing. Yeah, as soon or as the, the the, custom, the, it was the, like, the it's the called Power Sentai
2: Ranger. City is where the the kids show characters oh, wow. did their work. So I, 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 like, I, I, I buried the lead. You did bury the, the lead. You're not supposed to, you were an editor. You should know that. I know. Uh, but no, basically what it is, it's from Tim Seeley, and it's actually very much like his other book, Revival. Yeah. Right? It's a small-town female cop. Weird stuff starts to happen, and it's tied. I mean, it's not as big as, like, all the dead come back to life. Yeah. But uh, basically, it's this idea of a cult. Eugenia- or It's sort of like Elron L. Ron Hubbard-esque sort of cult. You start to find out. I mean, yeah. it's hard
0: to... Apparently, it was canceled after eight issues. Uh,
2: or seven, seven. There's seven,
1: seven
0: that are in this thing. And it's... it's I don't know. I, I tried to look everywhere for an official It's Cancelled. But I think like it may have been written as final issue, but that could I don't know I really don't. But I think but I maybe read it'll come back
2: is, as another miniseries. Yeah,
0: I've read somewhere that it was canceled. I I just don't understand why. I mean, Vertigo has so fucking few books. Like, don't cancel that. It's
2: a bummer. Vertigo is yeah. not the publisher they were. Why not? Yeah, I, like, I, I because Image that. gave creators their rights. I know yeah. that's a big thing. When you have to sign over a lot of the rights to Vertigo, it's like, well, we do that, or we can go to Image. Imagine. Yeah. Now, I mean, granted, you have it's to be accepted, trouble.
0: but most creators nowadays, or the big creators, they'll get accepted at Image. Yeah, or well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're accepted at Vertigo, Image is going to give you a book. I mean, period. Because yeah. Vertigo's much harder process.
2: Yeah. Uh, but, no, Effigy is really good. It, it's... Um, it's one of those books that just is a lot of fun to read. It's a quick read. The art's maybe a little simpler. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't mind it. Is I think it's colorful pops. Is the same and pop. artist? As Reveal, no, no, though, it's no? not. A, it's a different artist. I'm pretty sure unless the colorist is just I think it's different color. Super colorist. different. But no, nah, I mean um Yeah, I think it's
0: the colorist difference maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
2: but uh, it also has a really well-done uh transgender character who just happens to be transgender. I mean it comes up in the story yeah. in some ways, but it's not like
0: this book is about transgender rights. Which is which really is, cool. Which is the way I love it when, when diversity is tackled in a, you know, this is uh, another aspect of life.
2: And of this I, character. And of this character. Now those issues are going to come up because the times we live in, well, that's, the, that's a part right. of life. But they just get to be a good character, which is great. Um, well, and I've
3: written about that in terms of how disabled characters are portrayed. Especially in movies and stuff. It's terrible because yeah. they make yeah. it the focal point rather than yeah. just like... That was one thing I brain. really
0: liked about Days of Future Past. and yeah, yeah. You know, and, and
3: Dinklage uh,
0: you know it, obviously they made it a big thing in, in, in Game of Thrones that, right. now Game of Thrones just because it's a big plot point well, right. uh, about, about the shame that, that his family feels uh, and the, the bad treatment he gets but even still yes. I get the vibe in that show and it's really how you treat the subject even if yeah. you want to focus in on it a lot like they do in that show mm-hmm. and, and identify it and recognize it they still treat it in such a way that it's like this guy was cast as he's an amazing actor and this mm-hmm. character is fascinating if he wasn't you know, yeah. a little person. or it something. It doesn't really focus on, on that.
2: Now there is a deleted scene that kind of explicitly goes, "Yeah, I'm, 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 I have a dwarfism. I want to find the answer." It kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. does that in one of the lead scenes, but it's deleted. It's not there. Final version of the film. Yeah. It's very much just he's a character.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Anyway, so effigy's been really good. That's one of the first books I was going to talk about. Nice. Uh. Also, I guess I'll just throw something else out there. Okay. Because I've got a lot here, but if you
3: want to go to another one first.
2: Uh well yeah because that one just sort of happened I no don't even have that written down. No uh the other big thing these two kind of go to actually wow there's a lot of uh, female led books on my mm-hmm. list I'm noticing and I'm okay with that because uh Lumberjanes and Giant Days I both read now these yeah. kind of go together. Do they? Why do they go uh, together? Well they're both from Boombox and the Which, thing if you I found out is their um, all ages line. No that is what I thought and that's what a lot of people thought based on the first few that's books. What I thought. It doesn't entirely. What it really seems to be, and they do not I don't know that there's an official statement, is it's female-centered books. So it's like books aimed at females starring female characters. That's what box is? That seems to be more what it is from oh. what I've seen. Because Giant Days is not a kid's book. It's very much about, like, one of the issues is all about one of the characters like turning 18 and being able to legally drink. It's set in the UK. Uh, and oh, wow. then she gets high on ecstasy. And, like, the whole issue's is about that. So it's not really kid-friendly. Yeah. I wouldn't say. Um... Giant Days, though, is about just three girls who become yeah. friends at college. Just to set
0: the record straight, I was completely wrong on the art on effigy. Okay, okay yeah, it's just some other artist. Uh, of
2: but uh, so so it's about three girls. They're at university. They become friends, and it's just sort of it's very much slice of life. Mm. Now it's heightened, comedic, very very cartoony art style, which I love. Uh, but it's just about them at university, kind of going through trials and tribulations. Um, funnily enough, I then got Lumberjanes on Black Friday as part of uh, Books a Millions, buy two get one deal. Uh, there was a preview for Giant Days in the back of it with, like, the first uh, 16 pages or so of it. So that was fun. Uh, but Lumberjanes finally has Volume 2. I love Lumberjanes. It's so much book fun. Can that come out slower? No, yeah, that's the big problem. Lumberjanes, the comic, is on, like, issue 20. The trades have only gotten up to issue 8. They're mm-hmm. only in two trades, so it's like,
1: hmm.
2: that's a long wait. Now, it looks like they might be getting... They're not getting faster. I mean, if anything, they've gotten slower. It's another five months till the next trade. And it's four again. But then it'll be three months between that trade and the next one, so it's a little faster. What? Um, Why? Get you to buy issues, I guess. I mean, you know, smaller publishers do try to do that. They kind of have to do that. Well, they have to, yeah. Um, So it's understandable, but still, it's like, man, it's over. It's over a year behind in trade. I mean, at this point, like, DC, I thought, had the standard on slow trade times, but man.
0: It's a bummer. That's a bummer because if you read, if you're a trade person like like we all tend to be now, you now mm-hmm. we're we're shifting into yeah. You everything you read on the internet is irrelevant to anything you're reading, pretty much. So it's like if you want to really do that, like the best thing to do is like listen to a podcast six months back.
2: <laughs> you know, go so backlog your show. Yeah, down. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. You know, we've done it. You know, we, we looked at when we when we go to like the comic. Uh, now uh, no one's going to download this for six months. Doesn't no, I mean, occasionally no, no, no. this isn't like that this isn't like that cuz we're not talking about stuff that like no,
1: I
2: know, is hot shelf. it's
0: not like yeah but no no but the, but I look at podcasts that are super that are super relevant yeah. and talk about like the comics that came out that week like you mm-hmm. know they're 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 Which they're, a few of mine on
2: here They're are by recent. pile or yeah. whatever I like those shows yeah, yeah.
0: I do too but, but like, it's, I don't it's like okay I'm going to
2: remember that for 6 months from now when the trade comes yeah, out Yeah it's like I right, can't right. listen to 11 o'clock comics as much as I li- Now they 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 have a mix but very yeah. frequently they're talking about here's what came out this week now, I love listening to their end-of-the-year show. That's, that's what I was going to say. That's like comics Liz and Con, I's drive-time show when we go on a long mm-hmm, road trip. We mm-hmm, listen to 11 o'clock comics, mm-hmm. especially if we're going to Con, Yeah, Con. So we know what books we're looking for then. But, uh, yeah, so, so with our comic show, you're probably never going to run into that problem, short of movie reviews, because yeah. we like to do those. But, uh, no, Lumberjanes, though, it's still great. It's just so much fun at the... It's hard to fully explain, because it goes to crazy places. There's, like... Numerology and the Greek gods showed up is in this volume. Is it supernatural? Were... Is it not supernatural? Yes, What's... it is supernatural. I mean, they they fought Velociraptors in this most wow. recent volume. What? Um, but it tied in to the Greek gods that showed up. So it's like it's so crazy, but it all makes sense in that does it screwball way. Does it? Yeah, I mean, it all ties What's together. What's the deal? Um, they go to... Are there twists?
0: Are there spoilers? Is there, like, an explanation? I mean, there's a plot. There's a a bigger mystery.
2: It almost feels like it's kind of sort of like Gravity Falls, which has this large mythology behind it, and it's all about kind of discovering it, so things that don't make sense immediately will tie back together once more has been unfolded. And I like that. I wish it came out faster, though, so I could remember the (laughs) ties without being like, oh, right, that happened. And granted, I could just reread the trade, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, So I really love both those books. Um... And so those are the next two. I'll let someone else go just because I've talked about three titles now. Go all
1: for right. it, man.
3: I'm, I'm I'm on the bench here, just checking out what you got. Okay, read. so my first book is a full-on creepy one from Scott Snyder. It is witches. Oh, I've read some witches. Get, yeah, yes. I've read
2: witches as well.
3: So that one actually, we just so you were just talking about how some trades take forever. I do not. I've read. I read the first trade of this. I do not know when it will continue because Scott Snyder is so busy because. He writes full time and he teaches. Wait, and, he's not. Uh, which is the next one hasn't come out yet? The next no,
2: no. It's 2016 is when it starts. That's all the date. Like there's a like, date in the back yeah. of the book where it's like yeah. 2016,
3: and it, which is cruel, because this book started last year, right? I think like I read the late or last or, year. Yeah, I I read the trade a few months ago. Um, I think it was early this year, but maybe. Yeah, not. yeah, yeah. Um, so, maybe, okay, so maybe you I'm read wrong. the first arc, Jordan? Yeah, I read okay. the first, and, uh, and read I read the first, the first couple issues, issues. Yeah. yeah. so I really enjoyed it, so, I mean, it's a simple premise, I mean, you have this girl from, did it say what state she they moved to? I, I can it did, I don't, I don't remember, remember It, it was. I mean, it was a, you know, like a, a just an isolated area, um, it might have been New Jersey, like a very, um, isolated area. Something a little area. more, yeah, yeah. Like an isolated area, so near this, like, creepy forest, and... Basically, this girl has uh, connection, has ancestors that related to this um, supernatural, um, mythic type thing. Where these and it's witches spelled W Y T C H E S. Yeah, if
2: you, if in the very back of the first trade, he basically says. They're not they're witches like we imagine them. Yes. kind of randomly because of something right. I saw as a kid. Not and because that's, they're anything yeah. like witches.
3: And that's what I love about it is it is extremely personal because like you might yeah, think I've it's read just. That story. A, right, I love might, when authors do that. Exactly. Tell you how it came. Right, and you because you might think of it, you read it and be like, "Oh, this is just another horror. Like he just made up." A well, that's I think why they pa- why he probably called it, it witches with a W. Wh- right, and I mean it was very much the product of a nightmare and an experience he had as a child that manifested into the story which is really cool and i love it and the art is especially it's by jock who which is this uh,
0: is i think their first project together yes. since black mirror
3: yes it is um i think
2: no i'm thinking of francesco Francavilla. never mind yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. he no, did a little
2: american vampire right, sure, right 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 mm-hmm. not jock yeah
3: um and so yeah and i think they're a dynamic combination um because you know, I mean, I'm a big Snyder fan from his Batman run oh, this and everything. Oh, amazing! Oh, it's great. And, I just like his
0: creator on more. Yes, and yeah, I, I will.
3: I he, you can tell he's just very at home in the horror genre. Um, he knows how. Dudes, to uh, play. I I I have a, a, a copy of um,
0: what is the one I love? The horror comic. Oh, severed, severed, and I got him yeah. to sign it, and dude. I love Severed. That yeah, is just such a great self-contained. Have you yeah. read it yet? No, I will check, check that one out. That one is phenomenal, dude. Right, cool. That is phenomenal. It's, it's really good. It's self-contained. Yeah. It's a horror
3: story. Yeah. About get awesome. on the road. It's awesome. Right. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, and I mean... And there are a lot of, like, full-page panels that are just extremely... It, it just... It wants to be very in-your-face and psychological, um, and it's Any got, surprises? Oh, uh, story-wise, I mean... Nothing like out of this world twists or anything. I well, would say kind of, but the. I mean, it was. I would uh, say, yeah, it's hard to
2: say, but I would. It's say... It's hard to say, like,
3: um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed the ending, uh, and what I would say, what I was gonna say though, is that the art, in many ways, reminded me of like a Dave McKean kind of style, like the Arkham okay. Asylum, because it had, it looked almost like pastels kind of thing, like it was very. Yeah. It just had that ultimate yeah. Eerie kind of You're thing. You're talking
0: it, about Dave McKee like... Uh, uh, Arkham Asylum. Oh, okay. Uh, like, didn't he also work on uh, Neil Gaiman uh, 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 uh Sandman? He did cover,
3: he, he cover art, I yeah. think, for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that, it very much looks like that, too. Like, it almost wants it to be, like, claustrophobic in a way, mm. I think, because it really... I think it, that's the, speci- the biggest highlight of the book is, one, the father-daughter relationship I really like. Yeah, that, I do, too. Her, it's yes, very real. Her fa- Well, and her father is an um, artist and writer, and... Um, and I think... So yeah, it breaks, yeah. like, the third wall a little bit. Yeah, fourth wall, I think, whatever. I, I yeah. think so. Um, and, yeah, I just I like that relationship. Um, I mean, you know, there's a lot of familiar tropes, but I don't really mind that. It's still a very enjoyable read. Um, well, I say enjoyable. It's a creepy read, you know. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I would highly recommend that one. Um, not, like, my all-time favorite book, but, but I think it's... I mean, especially for horror fans, I would highly recommend it. And I love Snyder's work, so... That's my first one. Um, awesome! And I'm looking forward to when he gets a chance to continue I, the story.
2: Yeah, and I will say the the first volume does end in a satisfactorily enough S- method that yes. it's not like I'm I'm dying to know what
3: happens next. Exactly, like it it ties in like it, it has a definitive conclusion, but it also opens doors for the story to continue. Wait,
0: so so speaking of that, effigy yeah. doesn't.
2: No, effigy is very much. Uh, so you don't get any. You get. Very few answers and you it's you like the story's gonna be killing people. Tangentially, kinda. Man. It's very open. I mean there needs to be more of that for it to be can say something that's satisfying. Yeah. But uh That's no. yeah, which is great.
3: <laughs> and also some of my favorite moments in that book are when you see the girl like um she's getting picked on by kids at school and that kind of thing. Uh, which is, not you know, it's writing, but then it turns, it goes really creepy. Then I in remember, terms of what happens,
2: I remember what I really yeah, liked I think, about yeah, this, I, you was, you this was this. Yes,
3: stuff, was the was the uh,
2: I like the bits from the kids book. Yes, and drill right. I love injuries. that. I right. love
0: that stuff. I love when books do that. I think, I, although I love the series, I think that um, Tommy Taylor, um, unwritten, unwritten, did it like almost too much at times. Well, it was initially. usually one page an issue. But then there were some issues that were all that, and it just, like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I just like, uh, I like when they do it, like, I will so say, it feels like a
2: treat.
1: Exactly now, I will I mean. say,
2: if you like Effigy and are bummed it's not going to get a finish, or it might yeah. take a while. read fucking Revival. Well, I was going to oh. say read Unwritten, because it's it's also that sort of blending of fiction and reality. Not as intense as Unwritten. Yeah, yeah. But there's this, because a lot of things of Effigy have to do with, okay, there was this kid's show, but it's also based on this L. Ron Hubbard-type guy's story that was more... Uh cosmic
3: cool um and also snyder is a writer i especially prefer in trades because his story arcs they very much work better as graphic novels than a single issue yeah um i I mean his batman run like i mean his batmans are all story arcs he
2: always says he wants to do one and done and then he doesn't no he doesn't like graveyard shift took that was the sixth volume, and it was, like, yeah. issues from a 30-issue span, yeah. where he's like, all right, think one-shot in here.
3: I mean, because he did quarter battle, city valves, which both of those sort of combine into one in some Yeah, way. that's essentially one. Right. Art. Death of the yeah. Family, uh, Zero Year. In-game. Yep, and and yeah. And now they're
2: doing super heavy. Yeah.
3: So, he which, likes his big mega-arts. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, he's great at them. Yeah. I don't mind. Um, so that's my first one. You you want to just do like two and two, so I'll talk about one more and then go back to you. Yeah. All right, yeah. Cool. So next one, I'm reading Southern Ambassadors in Trade, so I've gotten through the first two. Are I've you read that re- too. Yeah, are I've you I read, read the first one, so I know the. Oh, ending. so you haven't read the second one yet? No. Okay, I thought the second volume was even better than the first Really? Yes. Yeah. Makes you kind of feel bad for Boss. I know. Which is Im- like, and uh, so Jason Latour was at Oak City Con. That's show. hard to do. How yeah, Boss is. do what Boss does at yes. the end of the first one? I, and then to empathize? Yes. Wow. So, what I love about Southern Bastards is that, I mean, it really defies all expectations because yeah. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but basic, so far, what's happened, because I'm not, I'm well, not really going to say, I can,
0: do, I can say something that doesn't spoil it too yeah. much. Um, the whole first trade is yeah. very, um, what's the guy's name, Earl? Earl Top Tubb. Earl Tubbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very focused on him. He's the main character. Right. And then you find out pretty quickly throughout the series that the whole series is not like he's not the main character, the whole right, time. right, and, and that's, that's just thing. a real shift that's, of what you think. There's I,
2: I,
3: really no single character That and that's really around.
2: cool. Well, and it's what I, I, I think it was you who said it is the reason the second trade is only ten dollars is because the first trade ends on
0: such a dramatic shift that they felt like they needed a second pilot almost. Yeah, I, when I when I uh um talked to Jason Aaron after his panel, at, oh, um. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I yeah. talked to Latour though. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I talked to him at the uh, after his panel at what were we at uh, HeroesCon? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's what he said. He's because I'm always interested in trades and the way they go together yes. and the cost of them and how they market them. All that stuff mm-hmm. is fascinating to me. Um, and he said that yeah, what Jordan just said is that they they were they're asking fans a, a big ask yes. uh, to stick with us to go with us on this journey and it's almost like a full restart of the
3: story in a way.
0: And, and that's great too. And so, that's the thing. So
3: not a, I mean. Spoil anything again, but volume two is primarily flashbacks of Boss's childhood. Right. And that's how it really makes yeah. you empathize with him. Like, well. I, I was telling that. Rich earlier,
2: beautiful. I'm a sucker for daddy issues in stories. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I loved Creed. Not entirely.
0: Creed was just I heard an amazing. I Creed movie. was awesome. Yeah. yeah Dude, Creed yeah. was outstanding. I'm excited. But I I'm, I'm glad I could fit that too, in somewhere. Yeah, I know. People but, <laughs> love some Creed. Yeah. It's like the flash of movies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,. But yeah, that's a big part of his backstory, but also just, it's just ridiculously well written
3: and rendered by the creative team. And I mean, because i talked to a guy at Ultimate, and he said, because he's reading him in single issues, and he said that, yeah, so that now, in the third volume now, it basically goes in a completely different direction. So it's just like, it's basically, instead of being centered around one character, it's just... An exploration oh, of this universe. They also different characters. Yeah, I think
0: I think I think what they said was that the third trade was going to be every one is a different character. Yeah, and then and, and that one's going to be I think a, a five in that trade. Five oh, yes. issues. Oh, good. And then and then I think the next trade after that he said was going to be even longer, maybe yes. six. I mean, he's just like that. that the only yeah. four and four was was because that fit the story, right, not right, because right. that's going to be how you get it.
3: And also, they um for listeners out there, if you haven't read it, they also just put the first two trades into a hardcover so you can get that as well. Oh, that's yeah. right. They talked about that too at yeah. the time. So whichever mm. your preference is. What is the uh, like cost it. on that? I didn't look, but like I would guess around 30. 20 $30. That's, that's yeah.
2: like the next level I would... I, I'm i never going to go to that. I love trades too much, but it's like... It
0: feels like everything gets the giant-sized
3: hardcover yeah. these yeah. days. Okay. And I'm always
2: like... Oh, it's well, so private, nice. eye, so, so,
0: private eyes, dude, Private Dude, Private Eye yeah. is my most anticipated... Because that book is like... I I, I don't read webcomics almost at all, uh-huh. but that book I want to read enough that... I want to read that enough that I actually went online and like you know paid the dollar or whatever or donated made a small donation, um and uh, and downloaded the first couple issues and it's just as good as you'd think it would be, um but it's just so hard for me to enjoy a book online it just is, um and and oh, they, I can't do it and they always said this series is. Designed for online, and it will stay online, and it's never. <laughs> and be look printed, what it's doing! <laughs> and it's being printed like a motherfucker. They probably needled the hell out. of it. They yeah. did. Finally, <laughs> they were like, "Dude, just fucking release it!" And I'm so glad they are because it's going to be a, what is it? Thirty dollars deluxe edition? I think
3: and, it's, it might be fifty, but it's, oh, a, it's a little pricey. It's like, a lot. It's uh, I an mean, edition, isn't it? I mean, it's a lot. Like I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's like it's a pretty big story. I, it's yeah, going to be. It. I mean, it's like one of the like they have saga and. Walking Dead and those in the compendium. I, I I'm thinking of it as like that kind of size.
2: Yeah, I am excited because the Saga Second Compendium will probably be coming out
3: sometime next year. They're you read them in compendium. I do I read them in compendium. I read them in trades. So yeah, yeah. I, w-
2: I, I I read the first couple issues and then I sort of fell yeah, off. Yeah, you're right. It's fifty. 50 it it's hit, fifty, but yeah. it's
0: thirty-two dollars uh, on Amazon. Oh, okay, that's well, awesome. there you go. that's yeah. the way to do that's awesome. it. That's uh, awesome. though, dude. That's gonna be amazing. I think it's awesome. like twelve issues and they're like big issues. And yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And it's Frank Gibbon. Yeah,
0: three hundred pages. I mean so, that's oh, that's legit.
3: I, I mean my green wait. and Anor, green liner and green arrow trade by that I got signed by Neil Adams last year at Inscamicon. Dude, I mean, that's, that's huge. Oh, it's huge. I, it, I mean it's fifty, but it's totally worth it. That's
0: huge. So this so this is, says it's coming out December seventeenth. So that means it's actually coming out like second or the third.
2: Yeah, it'll we'll be out in the next week or two. Yeah. Oh my yeah.
0: god, that's exciting. Christmas gift
2: I'm gonna ask yeah, for, or uh, we'll probably just get myself depending. Uh, but yeah. anyway. Uh, so do you
3: wanted another two, Jordan? And then yeah, yeah, party. I can do that. I uh, have like nine on here. So, yeah.
2: so, so this That's is cool. one, and I uh, Rich actually said I would never actually buy it because I don't like limited series. Uh, just because when I found mm-hmm. out, I thought it was an ongoing. It was not. It was a miniseries. series. But you oh, know, you've read it now. I've not read all of it. Okay, I've read the first two issues of The Kitchen, uh, which is the story of the. If you can't take the heat.
0: What publisher? Is this?
2: Uh, it's a Vertigo book. Interestingly, Interestingly
0: two Vertigos on the uh,
2: time. But it is a story about. The 1970s, the Irish mob, and, like, the three heads of the mob all go to jail at the same time, so no one's left to lead it. Boy, it sounds like a power vacuum, Jordan. So their wives step up and take over the gang, and then it's all about them, you know, kind of navigating what is not a woman's world, 1970s gangster life, not really, you know, there's not a lot of respect for them at first, and it's all about them navigating it and trying to figure out what they're doing, and... Probably towards the end, I wouldn't be surprised if the husbands get out and, and don't like doing what's it happening.
0: Better. And the women are doing a better job. You know. Yeah,
2: so uh, it's just a story that immediately grabbed me. The art is great. Um, the narratives... I love gangster stuff. yeah, Godf- Not Godfather... Goodfellas is my. I, I did not to make it sound like I hate Godfather. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah no. But Goodfellas. They're two different. I, I hate when people compare them because they're totally. Well, they're just easy to confuse their names. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it just I just came mean. out
2: wrong. But Goodfellas is my number one favorite drama film. I love Goodfellas. Yeah. If it's on, I stop and right, watch whatever step. scene it's in. Um, it just. I love Goodfellas, and so I've always liked that movie. I've always been. It's like my white whale. I'm always looking for another gangster movie that can can approach anything... Yeah, like Public Enemies you were
0: looking forward to, and... Gangster you, Squad, gangster I was squad. oh my God, you were so pumped uh, about that. the Jordan was just like Gangster yeah. Squad, dude. It's gonna be the hotness. And, and then, then I, there was I, that. I other read. read your review of that. I remember it was a it was a yeah, letdown. Yeah. Was Better was show. a most
2: violent year, which, yeah. which just came which out. Loved. Loved. And it's less gangstery, and, but it's it's that yeah. feel and era, and they made it really exciting. So that's a great movie. No, now, wait, 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 what's
0: that show that you still haven't probably watched? Mob City, yeah, dude. Oh yeah, I've something this the first. Mob that, City,
1: motherfucker.
3: What great review, Mob City.
0: What. Are you going to watch it? Eventually.
3: Jordan, do you remember in the last episode of Jon Stewart when he does that thing with the Goodfellas, like the Harry and Karen oh, yeah, scene, and fall, he goes there? Yeah. So I went to watch it with a bunch of friends, and I was geeking out at the moment. I was like, oh, it's the like, takeoff of the Harry and Karen scene, and they were like, what? I'm like, <laughs> yes.
2: uh, But no, the kitchen... You know what? I, I, I don't normally think this way, but I would love to see this as a movie because it would just be the period and the, the tone. Mmm, I want this as a movie. So you're really digging it. So far, yeah. The two issues I've read, it does a great job of setting up all the personalities of the three main uh, characters. It gives them unique qualities. It it lets you know where they're coming from, uh, why they're doing what they're doing. It, it just... It, it immediately pulls me in. Like the, the, this, when I first heard the synopsis of what this was about, I was like, yes, I want to read that book.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't I wait until that. the trade in, comes I remember out. that. It was in uh, previews.
2: Yeah. And now, about a year later, because, I mean, eight issues <coughs> takes a while to come out, uh, here it is. I, I saw the trade, and it was just immediate, because uh, for the Kickstarter, I have been going around to comic shops with, like, you know, p- postcards that they're... Every store's been really great. They've put them out. It's been awesome. Um, all the local ones here, and then in Charlotte as well. But... I was going to get a Spider-Man book, and I have some Spider-Man books on this list, but I was going to get uh, Spider-Island War Zones from Secret Wars. Then I saw The Kitchen was out, and I was like, throw that away. Pick up The Kitchen. Damn, dude. And I was like, I'm excited to read The Kitchen. So, I, I, Spider-Island War Zones is going to be sweet, too, though. I'm sure it will be a fun time. Uh, but, no, Kitchen just called to me. I've been reading a lot more miniseries lately, mm-hmm. just because I'm so fascinated by how they're structured and such like that. But uh, So I'll probably talk more about The Kitchen Later on, uh, in another show, just 'cause I haven't read it all yet, but it's one that's that's very very good so far. Uh, and then also a an ending I read was volume four of Miss Marvel, which uh, not entirely the ending obviously, but the end before Secret Wars. She yeah, dies yeah. at
0: the end, by the way.
2: <laughs> Everyone dies at the <laughs> end. That's how Secret Wars happens. Yep. Uh, rest in peace, the Marvel Universe and the <clears throat> Ultimate Universe. Wait, is uh, that right? That's how Well, Everybody that's how watched. Secret Wars starts. Is with the worlds colliding and
3: blowing up, and there's no. Way. I'm waiting for a trade, but even then, I don't know if I'm going to understand it. Wait, what? <laughs> what?
2: Uh, it blew up, so then everyone's dead. Yeah, but now there's all that's left is Battle World. I haven't read Secret Wars, so I don't know exactly okay. how right, it comes. That together. makes no fucking sense. But all
1: right,
3: it's like the. I don't do, know. Do, really, does any alternative universe like crossover in recent years no. make any sense? No. Forever Evil, Secret Wars conversions—they're no. all. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, uh, but Miss Marvel... Now, this whole story was set during basically the last day, so each incursion is eight hours before the planets will theoretically hit and go boom, and so this arc is... It's a four-issue arc, so it's a smaller trade, but it's... uh, And it has some other stories as well, but... Uh, it's all about, basically, Miss Marvel doing her thing to protect Jersey City and connecting with the other characters in her life. And, you know, for such a short run, it's done a great job of building up her family, her friend Bruno, her idolization of all the other Marvel heroes, and her vi- small pool, very, very small pool of villains, in that she has, what like, the a couple. Well, he he was he is not around in this trade. Okay. Uh, but she finally gets the dream of teaming up with Captain Marvel for a couple issues. Really? Uh, yeah, and so they're bouncing together, and and there's just a great scene between the two of them. This trade made me tear up twice. Wow! Uh, in two different places, it was just like Miss Marvel is such. So, it, it's it's a, there's a reason she is the like hottest new character that is connecting with. You know I've you know I've heard it's in libraries in schools. It, it's just always out. Doesn't matter. Someone's on the wait list. It's hugely popular, and you know, as a as a person of Middle Eastern descent, and given all the you know problems that that seems to bring, sadly, in the current society, seeing an um, Islamic Middle Eastern character really blow up like that is awesome to me, and so I connect with it on that level
0: too. Supposedly, and this is not surprising, but G Willow Wilson has like girls come up all the time at her panels, and they're just like, "Thank you so much." For writing a character that's like me.
2: Yeah. Know? And so that part of it, I mean, it, it both captures that that Middle Eastern quality and the what it is to be a modern teen. And I think that's the thing what I love that gets it. forgotten. What
0: what I love about it is, much like I was talking about earlier, it's not just about that. She's just an awestruck, like uh, you know, fangirl girl. She's yeah, like she's... a lot like all of us, you know, when we watch superheroes or see heroes of ours. You know, and and like and I'd probably feel it even more strongly if I were you know a young girl and 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 just that connection. So it, you know, she's she there's all those issues that you were talking about, and there's also just being a young you know wide eyed teenager. Well, that's what I was saying. And it's yeah, so she cool. is
2: she she she's on Tumblr. She writes fan fiction. She you know ships characters and has this spazzy fan quality that is very much the kids of today. And that's what I think people forget is that you know Peter Parker isn't the be all end all hero for every generation he's the you know now he he kept on for a while and he's still relevant to those of us who read him in that way but not that i'm that old but but you know you need a group for each generation you need the runaways a decade ago yeah you need the young avengers and miles morales and sam alexander and miss marvel today Mm -hmm. and she's obviously the shining beacon of the most important in a way so uh just seeing how that run in it's a great four-volume run uh, I know it's coming out in hardcover, so the second hardcover will probably be along soon as well. Uh, it's going right into volume five. That's what the next volume is called. So they're going to continue the count when all new. What? They said zero armor. was coming out. No, no. no. Okay, so, so as a side note, zero volumes are for any series that only had one trade before Secret Wars. So Howard the oh. Duck, Silk, Spider-Gwen, where it's like...
0: Wait, is Howard the Duck continuing? Yeah, they, it's oh, relaunched wow. as well. That book is fine.
2: So, those books have the new post-Secret Wars trade dress, and they have a volume zero on it, and they're just going to go with volume one of the new runs. Uh, So, you know, not a bad way to do it, really. Uh Uh, So, yeah, those are two more books that I've been reading.
3: Okay. Um, So, next up is Huck, and this is, um, oddly enough, oh, it's Raphael Albuquerque. Yes. Oh, I love him. And Mark Miller. Yeah. so this is a superhero comic from Image. Most of my books here are no, from check Image. It out, yeah, go out. yeah, go ahead. Um, so basically, I and I just wrote a review of this. Um, I and it, it, it's very much Mark Miller's antithesis to the more cynical, oh, wow. modern it's, age it, it's of superheroes.
0: Very, it's very underwritten. Right,
3: right. And I mean, I'll go ahead and make this comparison because everyone, every other reviewer has. It's basically Forrest Gump with superpowers. I mean, it's so, I mean, it is. Okay. So basically, I mean, he's not super bright. He's not, yeah, he has like a slow, he doesn't talk much and he's got some sort of unspecified mental disability. It's not very like blinked or anything, but basically, he has a heart of gold and he may, every day, he makes like a list of, okay, what's a good thing I can do for the neighbor. He lives in this small community. Uh, in a Midwestern town. He was an, uh, he, he was dropped there by... He um, was an orphan that was um, left there outside the orphanage there in um, this town. So the, they took him in, and he's just been at home ever since. And so he basically... He mostly just uses... He just has superhuman strength. He mostly just uses it um, Look, to help out the community. Look, he's got a Mohawk even as a baby. Yep, mm-hmm, exactly. hmm exactly. He mostly just uses it to help out the community. But he does respond to international threats as well that he sees on the news. His only thing is that um, he wants to keep his identity secret and remain in this town. Um, he doesn't want to be known as this international superhero, and that's the end. The only off-putting um, aspect of the first issue is that it incorporates an actual modern-day event tragedy um, into it, and with a better outcome here. But it's just it's a little weird because it, the of the outcome of that event was not the one here, uh, so that was a little
1: weird.
2: I will say, though, because I was I was listening to the premise and it was also light-hearted, and I was like, well, that doesn't sound like a Miller book, and I'm like, there's the Miller it's, book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's yeah, the so Miller it, part. And, 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 and I, the fact that it's, it's already I mean, definitely, I'm sure it still is different than most of the It is, movies, it is. Well, and well, the
3: fact
0: that it's already being turned into a movie.
3: Yeah, of course. I mean, I he the yeah. rights and... And that's okay. Quick, yeah. it's announced in the back. It says, "By the yep. way, we're it's ready to a pick movie. Up for a movie." Yep, Um and it's gonna run 24 issues. He said. I love um, when with I, six I love when creators do that. Yes, I they love actually
0: when tell creators you. Do that when they tell you what it's gonna run. So right. I love that. I just think that's great because that tells me that they've planned the arcs yes, out. Yes, and yeah. that they know where it's going. And and what that usually means is that issue eight or issue ten has really compelling shit happening. Right. As opposed to a creator who thinks, well, maybe it'll go 20. Maybe it'll go... Maybe, maybe it'll yeah, go 60. Yeah. Right. And so they're, they're, they're saving their good yes. shit. But a guy who knows it's 24... Exactly. ...issue 5 and issue 9... Yes. ...can each have compelling moments.
3: Right. And even though, like, uh, uh, with Kate ass I don't know if he knew from the beginning, like, how many... It's usually gonna run, but he said that he had the ending in mind from the beginning. Well, it's, so that, I mean, also he's got a limitation
0: like that. on that, Ramita Junior. Like yeah, had, you yeah. Know, mm-hmm. Access to that artist, so right. like that had
3: to be limited. Yes, yeah, its, it's had very to. nature. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's another. I'll talk about Kick Ass later. Um, but the thing about Miller in recent years is that I mean, because yeah, he's known as the kind of like outrageously his book, books for being outrageously violent and cynical, um, with Kick Ass Kingsman. Um, yeah, I mean, Acker right, wrote right. Civil War, but in recent years, he's written this. He's done Starlight. He's sort of writing. It's almost like love letters to the stories of his childhood now, um, which I think is really cool. Like, I mean, because people accuse him too often of being cynical. I really don't think he is. Like, I mean, I mean, he has a like, he can his books can get really outrageous. Um, but if you like, if you follow him on Facebook or Twitter, or just like listen to interviews of them, I mean I think he's like a really down-to-earth guy and kind of thing and like I
0: listen to interviews with him on uh, co- uh Yeah. Uh, uh what's the podcast I like a Word Balloon. Right.
3: And I think what the thing was he's about, really cool. Oh he is. Yeah. And I don't it, know
0: where he got the rep for being an ass.
3: No and it's Do You just, know?
0: No. I
2: don't know. He has yeah. that rep though. Yeah. His I don't know. his his narrative content is
3: a lot of ass. I mean yeah, but so, like I, mean, I don't know. But that I don't think that's fair to judge a creator based on that because no, that's just like not. Because they just want to exploit everything. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah. I'm not judging. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I get what you're saying. I mean, that probably is why. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's what I love about this book. The art is phenomenal. Um, And it's a simple premise. It's not really, it doesn't really have the shock value. Um, I mean, uh, granted, it's only one issue. And it is one I'm going to, that's one I am going to collect in single issues because I just, I mean, I. I don't really want to wait for trades for that one because I read the first one. I not really to like mention it. General, uh, to support a book you like. That's the thing. Yeah, man. just
2: just from what I've seen though, I'm looking forward to that. Trade. Yes, oh, it, I'm it, not worried about him. Miller's book getting. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, I know that. No, I yeah, just yeah, didn't yeah, want to yeah. read yeah. it as it goes. But for me, right. I'm like, no, that trade gonna be buying it. That's true. Yeah. Or the two or the deluxe hardcover. You right, like what right, right, you saw? Yeah, I did. I love the art. I mean, Albuquerque. Yeah. God, I love him.
0: American Vampire.
2: American
3: Vampire. What? Yeah.
0: That book.
2: Um. So
3: I think that one just
2: that's one of my favorite
0: creator-owned books of all time. By the way, M. Vamp. Yeah love that book.
2: Yeah. Now, I will say cuz cuz and the only reason I bring up Mark Miller's style is just, you know, Kevin and I are both entering into the Miller World contest. Yep. We wrote short scripts. Uh, Kevin for Kickass, mm-hmm. I for Hit Girl and it's yeah. like I I you know, I felt a little sleazy. Not that not that oh, I is it was, sleazy, but writing a character that felt like right for Hit Girl made me feel like I was writing some really sleazy stuff.
1: So for those like, who
3: have read Kickass 3, my story is about the character the Juicer um who is more of an... He's, like, a bigger a-hole version of Tony Stark. And it felt so... Like, I was writing it, and I just wanted to go all in. And, I mean... Um, and it just felt... So, and I read Jordan's script, too. It's just, like... It's not that I was trying to come up with a Starlight story, because um I really enjoyed Starlight, too. And that was another very, like, classic hero kind of thing. Very pulpy sci-fi. One that appeals to multiple generations. um, And was much, and much more lighthearted. I just... Couldn't come up with an idea, a good idea for one, and so I wrote a kick ass one. But like, it did. It just felt so weird because I usually don't write characters like that, and so it was. I mean, it, I think it was a good experience to try to attempt that. But yeah, it's oh, it's you know, and that's the thing is I don't think of Hit Miller as a cynical person. He just, but he explores very dark characters, so a lot of times. Interesting. Um, but that's the thing about Huck is it's just very much the opposite of that it plays out just like a spielberg um like film you know i mean yeah you know and it's highly cinematic um gorgeous art great storytelling again no real twists or surprises it's very it's predictable um but that doesn't hinder it from being an enjoyable read so that's one i highly recommend um my next book is my favorite book out right now um jordan have you read paper girls yet no, I want okay. to. <laughs> Trade right. waiting. Rich how, how, No, okay. how many uh, have been out so far? Just two. I've only read the first one. I watched. heard about this. Now, tell Holy crap. Me, what's okay. it about? That's so, the reaction basically. I had to Rich right. Planet,
0: what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so um, Paper Girls is the best way to describe it is Stand By Me Meets World of the Worlds. Basically, you have these four. Um, they're like 12 year old girls. Um, so four the, chicks I'm Yeah, four, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're in this like um from all like rural rural town and the first issue it's 40 pages and um they're working they're yeah. working for a newspaper route so it's set in like um 70s 80s um i think 80s yeah it's 80s because there's a in the first scene or one of the first scenes um in her the main character's bedroom you see a poster of the monster squad mm-hmm. so I, it's definitely 80s set um but Basically, yeah, she. so it's the main character... Gosh, what's her name? Um, there, I, there was, like, Aaron... Okay, I can't remember. Okay, so... But she meets these other ones. Um, they each have really distinct personalities. You have the main um, character who's... And at the beginning, she has these, like, really crazy nightmares. Um, that I mean, deal with, like, hell and all this stuff. And then... Um, one of the girls is a, a kind of rebel, um, mm-hmm. who is at of the law, that kind of thing, and basically they just like cross paths on Halloween night. Um, they're trying to get away, trying to get away from these thugs while um, delivering their paper out, and then at the end, uh, they encounter what looks like a flying saucer of sorts, um, just this sort of like weird alien object um, in a basement uh and so it's very and yeah it just feels very 80s which is really cool but what i'm most amazed about the book is how the dialogue is written i think it's i mean i think it's even better than saga this is a brian k vaughn book um but um cliff Chen's on art yes Mm -hmm. what a team oh it is (laughs) man i mean vaughn and fiona staples are fantastic just like this one um so totally different story from saga I love both, but yeah, I mean, I just think this is a great read for. It's just, I mean, um, yeah, I have read plenty, of, plenty of female uh, books before, but this one is, I mean, yeah, like I said, Stand by Me, so it's like middle school girls, so and I never thought I'd be reading a comic book about like middle yeah, school girls, yeah. like, and I mean, I love it. Like it's your favorite book right now, right now, yes, the new like current one, yeah, yeah, but so that one, I, 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 would, I cannot praise enough awesome
0: um, there's a mystery to it too it says yeah before. it is well
3: that's the thing because they don't really it ends with i mean they have these sort of alien creatures like you th- you're you assume they're aliens like i haven't read issue two yet like, again, but um oh it's very much an overarching mystery awesome. a lot of issue one is just setting up the characters really because the main one meets these other three on halloween night so, it's about their first interaction a lot. Wow. Um, but Sounds cool. It's just, it's amazing how well the dialogue flows, especially for a comic. Because, mm. I mean, I'm learning this from starting to write comic strips. It's like, it's hard to fit a lot of dialogue oh, yeah. into one panel. Yeah, being concise is the, right. is and, the art form. And, and, Vaughn and people just, find their own ways to do right. it. And it at times, it feels like something that could appear, not just in a movie, but even a play. Like, it's that kind of, like, yeah. just like crisp, natural dialogue.
2: That's um, awesome. Yeah. Because I, Dialogue is, can be tricky. Yes, it can it is. sink a oh, vet, yes, it good is. comic into terrible, Absolutely. terrible terrain. But right, right. Brian Kibbon's usually pretty good with that uh, dialogue. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. uh, all right. So, that's another tip. Uh, for me, I'm gonna talk Spider-Man now, because okay. shocker of shockers, I like Spider-Man. What? Uh, I think, I'm, I think several Lord. Spider-Man characters are on my current shirt, though it's also a bunch of other Marvel villains. Uh... So I picked up on, again on Black Friday. Went to Books a Million. They had a nice deal. Mm-hmm. Let me get two Spider-Man trades, three actually, because one was in the discount bin. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you haven't been to Books a Million for some discount trades, uh, it doesn't seem to be every store anymore. But if you find one that does, you can get uh, well, if you live hard in covers. For
0: example, the Concord Mills store has it, right?
2: No, that's the one that doesn't. Oh, okay. We went out to Gastonia because oh. it was just where we ended up that day. But uh, Rich, for example, I was able to call up and surprise because they had. Volume 3 of The Superior Spider Man, the hardcover. Which was a $35 book, right? Which might even be 40 given wow. how big it is. 10 Ten That's a awesome. bargain oh. price. And it was still, it's not like there's anything wrong with it. It's wrapped. It's still wrapped? Yeah. Uh, I it had the black po- dot. They poked yeah, through and do a black dot on the top because of seconds. Great. But still, uh, they had a bunch of great stuff like that. Uh, I'll talk about the. I don't want to say bad book, but not good book. No, that's a pretty bad book, I think. Which one? Marvel uh, Knights? No, Marvel Knights Spider Man, Fight Night. Now. Okay. Matt Kent? Here's the thing, Matt, Matt Kent okay. don't fuck up. Matt Kent, I'm, I'm hit or miss on because Matt Kent gets experimental. And here's the thing about experimental books: they either work for you or they don't.
3: I'll uh, you, I like his Valiant work better than any of his DC stuff.
2: Yeah, well, so what happened was—wait, didn't he do uh, Frankenstein? That book's sick. He did the end of Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Jeff Lemire did the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this Very book, good like the premise, is cool. Basically, Spider-Man finds out he has to fight ninety-nine of his worst villains, which are. Spider Man has that many villains, so yeah, it works yeah. out. I mean he was fighting some weird people, but and the, or else they're gonna bl- arcade's gonna blow up some kids.
0: Okay. Oh, it's horrible.
2: But the art style is just straight up like painterly weird portrait type images. It's really hard to explain. Um but it, it just feels like big portraitures with with like dialogue thrown on top, and it'll be like an image of, oh, there's Dr. Hyde and oh, here's Sandman, and I'm like spitting out Sand, but it's like it's just it's hard. It's it's not it's not a straightly told narrative. Okay. It's like big weird painterly shots, um, and it's very exper- experimental in how it tells its story. And I, I'm like an issue in, and it's just it it's it's bizarre. And I, I don't want to say that it's bad. I mean, it's gotten some really bad reviews on Amazon, which is why I hadn't bought it before. But for four bucks, I mean, I mean, yeah,
3: it's, you're not losing anything. Uh,
2: so. Not to mention that it was free because buy two get one yeah. free. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, so technically, I yeah, really well. lost nothing. Yeah, you might as well. Uh, and so it's just not great. And it also had a really, I, you know, it had it had a it had a dick joke in it about because there's this part, nuts. <laughs> like there's this part. Well, it is Marvel Knights, right? Well, there's this part where Spider-Man is like fighting Sandman, and he like punches him, and it's like it seems to imply he got hit in the nuts. That part's fine, whatever. I mean, it wasn't explicit. Uh, but then there's a part where like Spider-Man's pulling off his mask and spitting out sand, and the caption box is like, "I always worry with Sandman about what part of him is in, in oh in my, my mouth." <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> a joke there that Spider-Man's spitting out Sandman's dick. That's okay. just like weird, man. Yeah, that is. Uh, That's or bizarre, or Sandman's ju- splooge, or his left arm. I don't know. Oh. Probably something dirty.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's bizarre. So it was just weird. Wait, wait, wait. What was the what are the circumstances behind that book existing? Matt Ken, I don't
2: know. I don't know. I really don't know. I think like knew, what is, the new Marvel Knights books I think were meant to be more experimental with lesser known creators. Are, are they not
3: continuity at all? Like they oh, no. Yeah, no, 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 not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Those this is the, jokes in the uh, which I'm okay with. I like non-canon. Books,
2: well, this is so. the sort of story where it's like, I mean, it could be canon, it could not. Be, uh, uh, yeah, canon, it doesn't nothing matter. Nothing. Like, yeah. It's not like the uh, Mark Wade Spider-Man family right, business where right, they introduced right. his hidden sister. It may or may not be his sister. that
0: blew up the entire everything. Anyway. That,
2: however, was a good book. Uh, so if you haven't read it, I would check that OGN out. Mark Wade's one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. Mark Wade is, is one of my top three uh, yeah, yeah. favorite writers. Uh, yeah.
2: But s- switching back to standard Spider-Man gear, I got volumes four and five of Amazing Spider-Man, which and closes out just... the current volume. Okay, because so
3: I'm trying to, like, it's been, I, the last one I read was in the summer or so. So it was probably uh, well,
2: volume, yeah, volume four was well. They were running concurrently. Volume yeah. four was it was post uh, um, Spider Verse. Yeah, coast infiltrating yeah, Parker yeah, yeah, Industries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is a fun
3: arc. Nothing it really fun, happens. It in just, it. That was the thing. It was just like I was getting bored because, like, especially after Spider Verse was like so much going on. All that this one was just kind you of you know. There. It,
2: it felt like they said, "Okay, Dan, you got three more months," and Dan was like, "Well, I'm not going to set He's things been up." Spider
3: Man for years. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, he can throw. He basically was like, "All right, here's an arc. I had an idea. I'll yeah. do it." Uh nothing major happens in right, it, right. really. Um if anything it's kind of a weird shift because it starts it like the the end is that Parker Industries get destroyed but then yeah. after Spider-Verse it's all huge now. Yeah right? yeah
3: yeah yeah. yeah. it
2: works out. Okay. It,
3: it, it was a it was a perfectly oh, yeah, serviceable I, spider I, I didn't dislike it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was perfectly serviceable. Um the annual was really weird. There was a whole like it was I a bunch of small I arcs. I, I
3: think I have it somewhere in my box.
2: There's like a whole arc about Spider-Man really trying to get someone's cell phone back to them. Yeah. So I don't even know with that. Weird. Okay. Uh, But, you know, it was a solid enough trade. Okay. The real draw for me was Spiral. Now, this okay. was a trade I'd been looking forward to. They announced okay. it as Jerry Conway's back to in Spider-Man. Okay. And it's going to be, it's not any big wacky hijinks. It's Spider-Man versus the, you know, the underground mm-hmm. the crime element. Because Kingpin's been gone since Superior Spider-Man. Okay. Um, And it featured the Wraith, Yuri Watanabe, who's a police chief? Captain? I forget exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's all about basically whether or not she's going to fall to the dark side of how, like, is she going to just stay a superhero or is she going to go punish her vigilante levels of,
3: okay.
2: of uh, nutso? And that's kind of what the story is about. And it just features everybody in some aspect as far as like underground crime. You got Tombstone, Green, or the Goblin King, who, instead of Green Goblin, because he's gone right now, uh, Ring yeah, Ringmaster, the Crime Master, uh, Mr. Negative, who's one of my favorite newer Spider Man yeah. creations. And it's just about Spider-Man and and the Wraith kind of teaming up and trying to take them on and things get dark and the art's kind of weird. It's sort of, it's a little bit of 90s syndrome with like Mm. super squinted eyes that are really tiny on a big muscly face and yeah, that's fine. But the story overall was really fun. Uh, It's the sort of Spider-Man story that doesn't get told as much anymore just because he hasn't really focused on fighting the criminal element that tends to go, I don't even know who does, I guess Punisher because even Daredevil's been more wacky, big time fun hijinks lately. Yeah. Although I think he's going back to, because I think like with the new Daredevil, he's back to his, his uh, Hell's Kitchen roots.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so we'll see what that ends up being like. Um, but all in all, some good trades. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for now, despite all the Secret Wars spider books are coming out, Spider Island, Spider-Verse, and uh, Renew Your Vows. So I'm looking forward to those. And like I was saying earlier, if you're a spider character, you got a book right now. And I love that. Like, mm-hmm. Carnage, Venom, Silk, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Spider-Woman still happening with Hopeless? Uh, Spider-Woman with Hopeless, yeah. he's She's pregnant right now. That's, like, what the, the hook is. Because everything's eight months later. She's, like, eight months pregnant at the story's opening.
3: And, Rich, you know who writes Spider-Gwen? No. Jason Latour. Yeah, Latour. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he did a panel at Oak City Comic Show talking uh-huh. about the transition from illustrating to writing.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then... Oh,
0: who was writing it no he was writing oh okay.
1: that's a, uh, but, yeah no, but yeah, that was his, his like, first like written like ri- like ongoing oh, okay. series
3: okay. that was um, writing not illustrating
2: oh Spy- Miles Morales is coming early next year mm-hmm. like if you're a spider character you got a book and yeah. what I'm most excited about not surprised well
3: how's uh, Bendis
2: been
0: doing lately oh
2: well, he's got a couple books I mean he's on Guardians he's on Iron Man he's going to be writing Miles Morales when it premieres so you ever
0: find out what happened to uh, that evil Iron Man
2: I'm sure they give an explanation. I don't know. Okay. Uh, or is it Superior Yeah, Superior Iron, Iron Man. Man. But I the one I'm book. most excited yeah. as far as Spider Books goes is uh, Web Warriors of the Spider-Verse, which is basically just an alt-universe team-up book that is like a Spider-Man version of Exiles. Spider- I love Exiles. Spider-Ham is on the team. Uh, I think the team is Spider-Ham, Spider-Punk, Spider-UK, Spider-Gwen, and uh, the Spider-Man India. I think that's the team. So, nice. But I'm excited for that book, because it's a chance to just keep exploring the multiverse, as it is now, really. I mean, right. who knows? I mean, I guess it'll be most of the same things, but... So those are pretty much all my books. The last that's thing a, I had to talk was Valiant.
3: That's a, Yeah, I got Valiant. Which is
2: sort I of just like talk. a goulash of books. So which ones have
3: you been doing recently?
2: Uh, the ones I've read recently, Archer and Armstrong, Bloodshot, Valiant, and Armstrong. Ivar Timewalker, Unity, and Ninjack. It's been a big Valiant. And I, I, I got the, Divinity.
3: I only had a couple right now, but I read the first volume of Archer and Armstrong the other day. Uh, that uh, that's remember. the one I'm at. That, yeah, yeah. That's
2: a really fun book. Yeah. Uh, I love...
3: Oh, you're digging Archer Armstrong? Yes.
2: I love Van Lint. He also writes Ivar Time Walker. No, look, the, his Incredible Hercules run with Pack is yeah. like all-time favorite runs of comics mm-hmm. ever. Uh, so I'm, I'm super excited to see him kind of thriving over yes. in Valiant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Valiant's just a cool publisher. It is. I mean, I mean they
3: do so much... And they're expanding, and they genuinely. It feels like any book you pick up from there, it's got something for everyone. Like, I mean, Bloodshot is like a '90s action movie. Mm. Archer and Armstrong is Tintin. I mean, it's like Tintin, Indiana Jones, yeah. and it it reminds me so much of Tintin because Archer is just like Tintin. Um, Armstrong is what's his um, Captain Blue? Yeah, the, yeah. Like, this. they're both like drunkards. They're both like, and they're both these like, uh, um, like adult sidekicks for him and Like yeah. bumble around. and I just love the bantering between them. Um it's just fun. Um then you've got a lot of the medieval fantasy type stuff. And then you've got futuristic. Like I just love that their universe incorporates so much. And I know nothing about like their original ones, so forgive me if there are any older listeners out there um that i i do want well, to look into it, but they're i think their, their rebooted universe has been yeah,
2: yeah i think that's great you don't have to have read anything yeah yeah you really and yeah. they're they're doing a good job or you, if you want to they've put out collections yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, quantum and woody in particular is getting these nice fat trades with that right, whole original right. run which i'd like to read at some point yeah yeah um and if i had to pick a highlight it would probably be i don't know oh, man that's actually a hard it's question hard, as yeah. i look at my my list um the Valiant, though, is where I would say
3: almost to start, because I
2: think what's great about that yeah, miniseries... The, oh, yes. It's an event, and it does build off of previous storylines, but,
3: but... like, that was the first one I read, and it's so easy to... If you know nothing about the universe, it's a great starting on point.
2: And more than that, it's like, it makes you want to read about five other yes. books. Like, at the end of that, I wanted to read Bloodshot. I wanted exactly. to read Eternal Warrior. I wanted to read um, more about Geomancers, right. and and uh, just everybody right. that showed up in that book seemed interesting. Ninjas. Yes. I Nine love Jack's Ninja Jack, and I'm so and glad his book is good.
3: The first issue of Rye for free. Um, I had the first Rye right? trade; yeah, yeah. I got that last okay, year yeah. too. Nice. Uh, Rich has it right now. I don't yeah, think he's yeah. read it yet, but it's nice.
2: it's there's just there's so much variety to it. It's the sort of universe where it's just cool to see that you know if their movies go well, that's it could be like the third pillar. I mean, you know, that'd be crazy. That yeah, um, but that's they're awesome. they're just they're they're so they're so dedicated to putting out great books, and they're so
0: great at cons. What I love there, is that yeah. e- there's not one filler book in their line. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, there. No, I mean they're all serve a purpose.
0: <laughs> I just love that. You know, every book in that line is. You know, I mean, if you look at Marvel, you look at DC. There's books that are good. There's books that aren't that good. I don't think there's one Valiant book that's like not good. Now, Shadow Man's all right. I
1: don't want to he throw a book in there. He's
0: always hated Shadow Man. He hated Shadow Man from, like, uh, from Hello. You he's just not like I a read it, or... though.
2: No, it's just, it wasn't, it was it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I want to read the second volume, though, so it's not okay. like it's completely terrible. It's like Thor The Dark World. Of all of them, <laughs> I wouldn't say any are bad, but,
0: you know, it's there.
2: That's kind of how I feel about oh, Shadow. Oh, you do? Huh? It's on my list. You know what's
0: really good? That's um, the, the Defining Doctor Mirage. That book's okay. sweet. Mm-hmm. I almost got
2: dead drop, but my whole Alish Kot thing stopped I was like, dude, Elishka is my rational hatred. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: anyway, um, I'll probably read it again. Is there a trade of it now? Dead Drop? Yeah, it's out. Uh, that's all I had to talk about. I don't know if cool. you
1: have any more books.
2: Yeah,
3: I got two DC books on here. I kind of already, because earlier, I kind of already hit on Starlight. And um, Kick-Ass yeah. 3, I enjoyed too. Um, it, I thought it was a nice conclusion to the series. Um, Word. Had It was a... Especially because Volume 2 was so, like, depressing. I think, yeah, like, Kick-Ass 3 was a I I think you'll find it Yeah, Kevin's
2: because, letting me borrow yeah. it just because after Kick-Ass 2... It's here. You, you <laughs> just, need it. I just didn't want to read can. it. And I yeah.
3: think... Oh, and I understand that. But I think he did conclude the story. Hey, by the
0: way, are you still... Well, real quick, are you still reading Batman? Is yeah, you, I've got him
3: in issues right now. Have you been reading them? I'm behind right now, but I read... Have you read like, After Endgame? Yes. How, so I, uh, What's it
0: like? Do you, what goes... What happens? I know what happens in Endgame's ending.
3: But, like, do you know who becomes Batman? uh yeah okay yeah. you know that gordon is. Mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was interesting that that could have been is that gonna change again or what's going on well that? they do like the same thing that they do in um superior spider man they show bruce wayne at the end of the first issue i'm like see i kind of hate because they did that in superior spider-man they showed peter at the end of the first it's like i mean yeah you know they're not dead but like still it's just like you were just being introduced to yeah gordon as batman um I want to just see that unravel first to see if I like it before yeah. I'm reminded Bruce is still there. Yeah. Um. But I think it could be. I mean, it's still this. It's dude, not, he I fell
0: mean, in a pit and yeah. died,
3: died with yeah.
0: rejuvenation syrup all yeah. over him. Right, right, right. And it's like, he's dead, dude. Yeah, Let's yeah. get sad.
3: Yeah. Ha, ha, ha.
0: This um, the very stuff that was helping Joker live forever or whatever. Right. Was literally down there with them. Right. Where he died. Come yeah. on.
3: I mean, I've. Thoroughly enjoyed the entirety of Snyder and um, is it? Endgame was old? not my yeah. favorite. It was not anywhere near as good as the other one. My favorite so far. I mean, Zero year was amazing. Um, but and then from the earlier ones, Court of Owls. Uh, Court of Owls. I mean, it was the whole fucking. It owl really saga. was. I mean, that's Death his opus, f- man. Death of the Family is great too, but Court of Owls. I love that of the family. family. Court of the Owls and Night of the it Owls. Like, those two were just. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. it's like he he
0: added. An incredibly illustrious, yes.
3: deep, amazing corner and of the Bat universe. Exactly, and I'm so glad DC let him do that because that was his first, like, book for them, and it was at the beginning of New 52, and they let him go on ahead and create this whole he made, other You mean his
0: first book for, um, his first, uh, I mean, he did books for them before that. I mean,
3: yeah, I did, but, like, uh, his, like, big, ty- like, ongoing yeah, yeah, series, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, yeah. he had Black Mirror and stuff like that before, right, but right. like, um, his first, I mean, handed the main Batman story right, on, right. right? And they let him go and create um, something uh, epic. something epic and original and props to them for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the best things coming to DC Universe in recent years. Yeah. Um, so while we're on that note, I do have two DC books on here. First one is Harley Quinn, Hot in the City. How do you like it? Uh, I don't have I that trade. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so basically... what I read like, the
0: first issue or two. I okay. like it.
3: So, yeah, what I love about it is, one, it pivots Harley Quinn as her own character. Joker is not in it. Um, as much as I love their relationship and, like, they're um, as twisted as it is, mm-hmm. um, they keep... I mean, he's mentioned and that kind of thing, but sure. they, a lot of it is just, it's just her... It's very much a collection of short stories, which Mm -hmm. I, which is something DC desperately needs more of, you know? Yeah, Um, like
0: they wouldn't even allow, um, like, the Batgirl writers, or was it Batgirl, which one was it that I was telling you about? Gotham Academy, or one of those two, they they, they want Cameron, whichever one Cameron Stewart's on. um, They wouldn't allow what? They wouldn't allow them to do one and done stories. Oh, yeah, Batgirl. Yeah. They wanted to do one-and-dones, and, dones yeah, and then they yeah. were like, nope, we're DC,
3: you can't. Right, <laughs> you know? and this one is very much one-and-dones. Um, I mean, there's the overarching thing of, like, she moves into a new city, um, is trying to start a new life. Mm-hmm. And the first issue I love so much because, um, so it's very much structured like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. It breaks the fourth wall and everything. Oh, yeah. And in the first issue... It is DC's Deadpool. Right, and it's in the first issue, it's... Her trying to find an artist to illustrate her book, and so they bring in all these legendary. You know what? You know artists what? That's of, yeah. that's the zero issue. Why? Well, yeah, I know. And they put that in there at the beginning of, of the, the trade, yeah, 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 yeah. And I loved it because you have Bruce Tim drawing. Um, they had Charlie Adler at one point. Like, it really speaks uh, it to her was, history. It it's did. one of the best zero issues. Yes, and so that right off the bat drew me in, and then the main story gets going, and yeah, there's just, I mean. Um, because yeah, so she's trying to start a new life as Harley Quinzel, like returning to her old life, you know, yeah, um, Harley, being, and a, Quinzel. Right, Harley and Quinzel, you know, and because this is a comic book, she can get away with people like, oh yeah, they're, they're, that's, there's that's no, Hi, connection yeah, that's no connection to Harley Quinn. Um, okay. Yeah. You look like a perfectly sane individual. Um, but yeah. And then like, she does like some wrestling jobs on the side to make some extra money, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's and she's being hunted down, but um but it's very playful, it's fun. Um I mean it's got that kind of dark humor at times. And I've heard it's
0: got a cool like uh uh, side character, that old dude. Yes,
3: he's awesome. Like it has been a few months since I've read it, but I do remember him. Um it also does a great job. Um the relationship between her and Poison Ivy is so good. Oh, it sounds awesome. Yeah. And you so, need to read that one, Jordan. Yeah, it's all on my list. Yes, so highly recommend that one. Um, and then another one, um, single issue out right now. It's part of a series. Is Superman American Alien? That's um, Landis, right? Yes, this is Max Landis. So do you know Who's Max that? Landis? No. He is the screenwriter of Chronicle, American Ultra, really? and Victor Frankenstein. Um, so I've got a lot to say about this book. So first off, well, I know kind of a lot about it because so I'm Facebook friends with Tommy Lee Edwards because um, I met him at Cods and stuff, and he's good friends with Alan and all them from ultimate so he's been because so the great so this is a full it's not really like canon or anything it's its own um basically the story of how this got going was max landis is a lifelong superman fan um and um you can actually see it, he criticized man of steel did all this stuff but so <laughs> it's clear he's been wanting to that was my dog um yeah um that was not me um time. yeah Uh <laughs> and so he's been wanting to write a superman book for a long time so dc sought him out and they're like all right so what ideas do you have so american alien is less a superman book it's a collection of short stories dealing with different moments from clark kent's life um as he's dealing with and so the great thing about so max it's going to be seven issues the first issue is out the second one comes out sometime in this month um i don't know exactly when um, it should be in the next week but or two. But you do though. know
0: that you'll be at the comic store that day. Yes, I will.
3: Um, and this is the cool thing, and this is kind of unheard of. Each issue is illustrated by a different artist. Because, and the the reasoning well, behind that is. Kind that, of unheard of. Well, like, except I, I mean, for Alesh Caught. Well, Rah! okay, yeah. Strangle,
0: strangle. Rah! I hate Alesh. <laughs> he was just like, oh, dude, he's such a fucking user. Yeah. He's just like. He goes, I, I started, to, I'm, I'm going to let you get back no to worries, that in a no second, worries. but dude, he's just like, he's just like, well, I can't do his voice at all. He's the most pompous fucking European. Rich is very diplomatic in his He's the most pompous European you've ever fucking heard. And he's just like, uh, he. I mean, literally he talks about himself. He says, I, I, uh, what is he? What, I am vast. I contain multitudes. He said that about himself in an interview. Because uh, he was like, well, I, I can't really sum myself up really quickly because I'm vast. I contain multitudes. He literally said that. Wow. Anyway. Okay. So his pomposity knows no bounds. Um, the dude was like, he, he was like, well, I was doing my first image series, uh, you know, my first series of image. And, you know, I really wanted to work with a bunch of different artists and, you know, I, I, and develop relationships with a lot of different artists. So, so basically what he did was he was like, he did 12 issues of, or 16, 17 issues uh. of zero and everyone's with a different artist. Yeah. Which like everyone's like, oh, that's so groundbreaking and brilliant. No, it was away from the network. That's all yeah. it was. It was a way for him to have all these artists, and then the five he likes the best, now he's got artists and, and writer teams to work with forever. And that's exactly what he's fucking doing. It's just so exploitive. Well,
3: and I think it can be done wrong, but... No, 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 reason no this I, is different. This that, is different. Well, and that's the thing. So, Landis is just... It just reminded me of that. No, I understand. And so, um, Landis' reasoning behind having a different artist for each one is because... Well, in this, this case, a, they're
0: all different stories. These are
3: different stories, and they take place at different moments in uh, in Clark life, and they probably have a different emotional, thrust. very different emotional. Life. And so, I'm trying to pull up the list here um, of artists. I here. love um, the idea, and so that's the thing. And so, but he says they're going to be any kind part. of through line. Yeah, well, like uh, interlocking theme yeah, thing? yeah, or
0: something that's a through line that, like, like every something that everyone has in common. I mean, obviously, the character. I guess the American Alien theme, right? That's, yeah, alien. well,
3: that and that's the thing. So the first issue is basically a classic sort of like... Yeah, just him being an outsider trying to control his powers as a kid, which, of course, has been done plenty of times before. Um, but I think it... you oh, know, A, a great manner. idea can be done again. Oh, exactly. Well, right? um, let's see. That. I'm trying to pull up the artist list. Um, dang it. I can get it. Probably. Yeah, if you can get it up there. Um, but I know Tommy is doing the second one. Jock will be doing one. Um... But that's the thing. I just love that it's—they're all short stories. They're one, in, um, one and end. And I mean, there hasn't really been a good Superman book recently. Um, because and that's the other thing is that this is very much the classic Superman that um fan, a lot of fans grew up with. It's Whereas calling it a
0: Pixar esque take on the Superman.
3: Who says
0: that? Um, yeah. let me see who said that. Um. Newsrama. A pic, Okay. Uh, it says Superman American Alien number one. A Pixar esque take on the Man of Steel's childhood. Maybe the first issue is
3: Yeah, I can see it. yeah, I can see that. It's just got that kind of Spielberg like yeah. essence to it. It looks beautiful. Oh, it's great. But, but
0: anyway, here's the list. Um, yeah. Let's, yeah. Uh, Chronicle screenwriter Max Landis heads up Superman, American Alien. Joined by artists Nick Dragota, Joel yeah. Jones, who's awesome. Jay Lee, who's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Francis Manipal, who's freaking awesome. Tommy Lee Edwards, who's awesome. Yep. Jonathan Case and Jock. Holy shit. Yeah,
3: I know. I
1: know. Holy shit. I, know.
0: I don't know who Jonathan Case is, but the other six so are. What has like he done?
3: Jonathan his... Case? <laughs> that look that up real quick, because yep. I know I've seen his name. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Um and Dragota did East of West, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um He's really cool. I I, yeah, I, I, I met yeah. him at uh at Heroes Oh,
0: Oh, cool. Nice. Ooh, nice. Jonathan
3: So that's one I highly recommend and I'll be collecting that in single Because that one, especially because it's short stories, like, I mean... Yeah, that, I can understand you know, that. That's a good one. To, yeah. I mean, it'll look great in a trade, too, but that'll be a while, and I kind of want to get it now.
0: Yeah, SDC. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll six to eight months,
3: right? Is yeah, that the that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. so there's a lot of good books out right now.
2: Definitely. I think we've talked about a lot of good yes. books. Um.
0: This has been a fun episode. It's been this good to great. finally get back to talking, to comment, talking, to, talking about comics. This is exactly. really hard to find, uh, for some reason. Jonathan... Oh, wait. Uh, Jonathan Case worked on what he worked on. I'm <laughs> um, trying to fill space while... I really... This is going to
3: bug me. That's why I want to know. Some <laughs>
0: new ho- Dark Horse thing called the New Deal. Okay. Um,
3: it's like I've seen my other DC or Marvel.
0: It's possible. Before Tomorrowland, he, wrote, he drew. Well, there could uh, be other cases. Yeah, yeah yeah um he's just he's a very stylized guy he has like yeah, a yeah. timey look weight um Batman 66.
3: that's right okay that's the one yeah there yeah. we go <laughs> there we go I knew I would seen him yeah. yeah I've got the first trade of Batman 66 which is an extremely entertaining you movie. like that I love it
1: yeah cool
0: awesome yeah. well uh awesome oh, so okay so we'll end this like we end all the podcasts in uh except with uh in this case a comics twist what are you gonna be reading Jordan?
2: spider books because i'd really like to get spider Gwen, silk uh spider island war zone spider man renew your vows there's a lot of spider stuff spider
0: verse war zones
2: well that's the last one coming out well no i think it's it's a few weeks away still but those are ones are you, unbeatable you, squirrel girl do you know what happens in renew your vows yet has it been spoiled on you no i mean awesome. i don't know it's an elseworlds tale L- no i literally. thought it was gonna tie in though that's what he was
1: pitching. <laughs> i think the
2: villain shows up in the new volume i don't know we'll see when i read it i don't know uh, but I'm excited to read that. I'm excited to I'm in Spider Man again.
0: Yay. Awesome. Uh, and I'm, I'm a for Spider Man.
2: Looking forward to also reading Captain Marvel and the Carol core, um, A-Zone, or A Zone or A Force War Zones. There's a couple other books coming out now. All the all the Secret Wars miniseries are starting to come out. Are even you really though the Secret Wars. About
0: those?
2: Some of them, yeah. I mean, it depends on the creative team and the characters. But there's some cool stuff I really wanted to check out from Secret Wars. So that's probably what I'll be reading, uh, as well as more of the kitchen and Valiant stuff that I still have to get through.
3: Awesome. Kevin? Yeah. Definitely more Valiant, more saga. Um, I also picked up Warren Ellis' new book recently called Injection, which in I really...
0: Hair, and I really want to read it too. The me. only thing
3: I really know about it, the guy at Foundation's Edge um, told me about it, but sci-fi horror, Um, and... It's, 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 it's,
0: the, it's the new book but from the team who did Moon Knight. Is right, that the one so him and directly yeah. bought
2: from him? Who Who was it you bought a book from directly? Who am I thinking of? Was that...
0: No. At Heroes kind of. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't, uh, I, I don't, it was not this. It All looks need- like the trade dress. Oh, title. oh, oh. Drifter. Ivan Brandon. Ivan Brandon's Drifter.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Brand Drifter. Right. okay, it looks kind of like that. Yes, trade. yes. Ivan wow. Brand is my boy.
3: Nice. All I know about this one is that it's about like these five crazy people who poison the earth. Um, which sounds awesome. So I'm Dude, looking forward to that one. It looks awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to that $10 one. $10 trade. Yes. Th- 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 I love Image. Um, I know. Chew, too, is
0: one of my favorite <sighs> image books. I know. Jordy okay. Belair is on like every image book. She's awesome. Jordy yep. mm. Belair is like the top colorist in comics. Dude, so. look at this look at look at image comics uh 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 hierarchy. Here are their top five people. Okay. <laughs> Jim Valentino, mm-hmm. famous dude, yep. Mark Silvestri, yeah.
3: Todd McFarlane,
0: yeah. Eric Larson, and Robert Kirkman. Yep. That's their executive branch.
3: Oh, Alec Holy yeah. shit. Also, just picked up Outcast on oh, Friday. dude. Black Friday, so.
0: You know, that's so funny. So did uh, Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Host
2: of the show. Yeah, it was weird to say friend of the show, because she's an official host now, yeah. so. Other host. Hi out yes. there in listener land. You'll be on one of these eventually, if you try hard enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, this look looks really sweet. Yeah. I love the trade dress on some of these image books. That Once I get so through cool. finals, I'll
3: be binge reading. Awesome. awesome. And watching about... Star Wars. Two weeks, guys. Two and a half weeks. So. Is yeah. it really that soon? Yes, it is. It is indeed. It That's is. It's crazy. So,
0: uh, Rich, what are you going to be reading? So, I am going to be reading... I want to read Witches. Yes. Uh, I have... I want to finish Drifter. I started it. I haven't finished that yet. Um, I need to finish the second Fuse. I've been literally that behind. The Fuse is my favorite series of the last year. And I want to read the second one really bad, and I have it. I just haven't gotten to finish it yet. Um, it's really good so far. Effigy, um, I want to finish, although I'm really, really, really bummed out that I heard that it doesn't have a satisfying, even, like, conclusion to the arc. Yeah. But Maybe a little... No, knowing what you
2: like in a story, you're not
0: going to be sad. Sorry. Right, at all. Right. So anyway, so there's that. Um, and I mean, there's, I mean, I can name 15 books, but just a bunch of creator-owned image stuff that I have that I can't wait to read. Um, I want to get the Bitch Planet Trade and finish that up. I've read the first three of those. That's so good. It's one of my favorite series right now. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. And the fir- the twist in the first issue is phenomenal. Um, A really good bait-and-switch kind of like trick thing, much like uh, in that Silence of the Lambs when... She shows up at the door, and the other guy shows up at the yeah, door. And they yeah, think yeah. they're at different doors. That kind yeah. of bait and switch thing—it's really genius. They did that really like adeptly in, in *Rich Planet* in *Bitch Planet*, so *Rich Planet*. Rich, Planet. <laughs> uh, but anyway, on *Rich Planet*, there's going to be a lot more comic reading. So I hope to have R- uh, *Rich Planet* will be Rich's *Bitch Planet* exclusive spinoff cast. Exactly, exactly. When when when, uh, when she does a. Uh, uh, version of like the Millar World contest I'll do like the rich planet or something and it'll be <laughs> Nothing <place>. conceded there. <laughs> no dude no. Well me well Alush lush gonna work on it with me. Oh there you go. Well, it's yeah, already yeah, been planned dude. It's I already know. been planned. It's Gerard Way's co-writing so. <laughs> um, anyway well on that note uh, I'm Rich Lepore. Jordan Alseca. Kevin Schaefer. And we will be back uh, much sooner yes. than yep. you think. <laughs> yes. Bye bye.